Doof talking about toy soldiers. Uh, episode eleven. We've made it to ten episodes, and now on to eleven. How crazy is that? Wow. What we haven't buckled everyone... under our own weight? Oh well, it is a, like a lofty weight of big dick boys, but you know how it is. Yeah. Um, so what has everyone done? I'm not near my computer because I'm lazy shit. Who wants to be the order caller for tonight? Who's in front of their computer? Corey's turn. Thanks, Corey. Corey's turn. Thanks, Corey. Your order caller. What am I doing? Um, just going through people's names as they appear, so then they can talk about what they've done this oh. week. Well, it is me first, so that's good for me. Um, so in this week in Hobby Roundup, what have I achieved? I finished reading Troll Slayer. I'm almost nice. finished too. Which um, was really good. and Because uh, I bought the Omnibus, so it's got Troll Slayer, Skaven Slayer, and is it Vampire Slayer, the third one? I can't remember. Well, well I'm offended by that. Yeah, who gives a shit? Um, <laughs> surprisingly, a lack of trolls. There's one, but... Oh, spoilers. I'm only halfway well, he says, it's called He's... Troll Sailor, not Trolls Slayer. Like, makes sense. I, suppose you, I suppose you're accurate, but given the amount of mutants and beastmen that he splits in half, <laughs> you probably could have gone something else. But um... it's, it's, it's a less sexy name. Mutant and beastman Slayer. Like, you know what? As much as I read, enjoy reading about Gotrick slaying things, I, I, I'm really enjoying learning and reading from Felix's point of view. Um, obviously, he's the narrator um, of the story and tells all the things, but I think it's like it's really cool just getting this basic bitch human's view on everything. Um, With every so, battle, it's like, hmm, should I fucking bolt? <laughs> like, yeah, like, you know, yeah. It's not like it's not like you know. Ah, oh, cool. I'm just gonna wade into this sea of enemy space marines and slaughter them all with my bolt gun and then punch through this custode's armor and rip his heart or spine out. Don't even break uh, you know. It does remind me a bit of uh, Kyphus Cam. I, I like that quite a bit. So. Yeah, true. Cyphus Cam was a great novel. Cyphus Cam? Cyphus Cam makes more sense. Yeah. Um, so I've just started Skaven, Skaven Slayer, the second one, and you, there's a bit of a shift in it already. I think, he, like, you can see, like, it's obviously being, they're obviously written apart and that kind of yeah. stuff. And so... The feeling of it changes and that, and that kind of thing, but um, like they're really good. But I think we spoke really like they're really good low stakes fantasy, yeah. um, and I think that's kind of all you need to be. I think sometimes some of the forty k, even the thirty k stuff, some of it gets too caught up in trying to be something it's not. I think, and it just gets real shit. Um, whereas this kind of knows exactly what it is. So I'm really enjoying reading for that. I'm, I've resisted the urge to do the audiobook way and I'm just actually fully reading it. So I'm enjoying reading 20, 30 pages at a time and just slow burning through it. And because they're all the short stories within the story, um, it kind of lends itself to that, which is really nice. Yeah. Um, I must say, you do raise a good point as well. I find a lot of times you run into it, whether it be fantasy, like G-Dub fiction, a lot of the time, especially recently, so many of the stories are always about like canon happenings or something that's advancing a storyline. Whereas I think back in the day, there was so much shit that wasn't sort of, you know, it wasn't like, you know, the emperor wasn't walking around or Rebut Gilliman or Carl Franz isn't rocking up when you've got these little characters sticking around, you know, it, it it deepens the law. If that makes sense. Like, I think that like the 30 K not 30, like the early heresy books that I enjoyed were often the ones where it was like just the shit kicker human remembrance and shit telling stories yeah. and stuff like that. Um, and providing that kind of thing. Like, you know what you're talking about? Like, with 
Godric and Felix. Like these are like to us, we're reading this story. And these these are these life and death sort of situations with these guys. But in the grand scheme of things, like like Felix talks about it a lot. Like they're they're in um, Nuln at the moment, and he's wanted for something in Old Dwarf, and people in Nuln are like, "Dude, we don't give a fuck." And it's yeah. like you know, it's like these things. <laughs> You know, for him, like you know, where where they went and they built the um the fortress and they, they got overrun by the goblins and, and um the wolf riders and stuff. And it's like that's like a massive scale thing. Hundreds of people died. Nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. Um, because it's just like a blip on the radar, which I think is really cool. Like it's not these seismic events that you know is impacting the entire world and canon, but they're really just cool, fun rops. Um. Uh, outside of that, hobby wise, so I think my, my challenge is the 15, um, 15 slayers. So my, my unit of 15 slayers. So they're all built now. Um, it's my last week before holiday. So I'm really kind of leaning on that couple of days of the first week of holidays between now and next um, episode to get cracking with painting. But tonight, once I finish up a bit of work, I'm just going to be doing the green stuff in ready for undercoat tomorrow and then smash through my contrast a lot of contrast white to be used um <laughs> get them based and that so i'm feeling even though i'm looking at them and they're fully built 15 slayers and they're all gray i'm feeling confident that by next wednesday i'll be reporting a 100 uh, percent completed challenge and i'll still be sort of on my streak nice so will you pass them off as 30k gray slayers in that case if you don't finish it you're talking about Corey having bad jokes before. Man, that was a shocker. <laughs> wow. Even you didn't laugh. At least Corey laughed at his own joke. Um, no, no, I won't be doing I mean, 30K is a dead game anyway now. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Meanwhile, he says it? us using square bases. Mac, Mac, Mac is jumping to bold action. So, I mean, without that content, oh, no, don't, don't do things bold for the people. What is there to do? So. Anyway, that's me done. Uh, next on the order, I'm looking at Matthew's beautiful face. Oh, hey. Quite beautiful. Uh, so, yeah, as I said a little earlier, <coughs> I've redone my hobby room this week. I had uh, two janky desks, a roll top, and a like old computer with like the CRT monitor sort of style. God. That thing. I had a tiny little space to, to work in. So now I've got a nice big area. Um, started working on 10 handgunners. Yeah, boy. Halfway through them. Oh, should I also talk about the fact that now I'm starting a Middenheim army? So, yes. Uh, <laughs> well, I not got... during Matt's turn, but sure. <laughs> oh, no, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I just I'm want to go back. I got my Storm of Chaos book today and I opened it up and it said the armies of Middenland. And I was looking at, um, what is it, the warrior priests of Ulrich and, uh, and the yeah. knights and that. And all of a sudden now I'm talking to Matt about how do I write an empire list and what contrast blue to use. So, that's well, good. That's probably it, the blue yeah. one. There's three there's, blues, though. Is there really? really? Wow. There's a, a dark blue, a medium blue, blue, and a green blue. It's like a teal. You probably need to pick up the white as well, because they're often blue and white, I think. You're right. Yeah. Well, Minnaheim's got a white. I have white already. You do? So. Excellent. Have you tried it out? Yeah, I did a, I did a dwarf's beard with it. Um, yep. And, it, it, like, honestly, like, Nick's a piece of shit and doesn't think it works. <laughs> <laughs> It's so good. If we're going to go down that path, Corey, there was not a lot of contrast, and I'm not even making a pun here between the I... shadows, the beard, and the knot. No, but like, <laughs> it nice. doesn't look good on photo, but like I'm sitting here looking at it now, and it's just like a really good white beard and white hair. Like, oh, 
That's well, all he's excited and pumped. You are happy with the model. Contrast. Yes. <laughs> not everything needs to be super flashy, Nick. I'm honestly, I'm this close to just going whole hog and buying the G Dub contrast, like the undercoat spray paint. Like they have a contrast undercoat spray paint. It's like so specific. Don't, don't do that. No man. It's like I'm seven dollars a can, and they're half full. They're never full. It's not. <laughs> right? If it helps me contrast to a higher degree. In fact, if GW want to sponsor us, but just contrast sponsors, don't sponsor us for anything else. I don't want models. Just give me contrast. Yeah, we're contrast. I will, I will simp the fuck out of GW for contrast paints at this point. Uh, you well. are now automatically a cuck for using the word simp. Oh, I'm happy. I'm cucky. I'm happy to be hey, a cuck. I'm happy to be a simp. Just hey, don't divide the community contrast. like that with those words, Nick. I'll divide all the community. Give me that contrast. <laughs> okay, thanks. Uh, anyway, that's, that, is Matt, Matt, are you finished? You might finished. Yeah, I'm done. Good. <laughs> Didn't matter. Um, I overspoke you anyway. <laughs> look, someone's got to bring some enthusiasm and life to this fucking party, and you know what? So far, <laughs> no one else is, so I'm just rolling with it. Um, next up, off next cab off the rank is Stuart, who's two weeks in a row despite having a brand new baby. Good hustle, brother. <laughs> well done, dude. Sorry, falls, falls in between feeding times, but um. In terms of what I've been doing is I'm moving into a new role at work and I have a newborn child. So sweet F all. Aside from I looked up some sort of fluff for what I'm going to do for the Empire's list with our little Civil War thing and oh, look like I'm going to go Albert de Beau or Bordeaux, like the place in France, and um, or Alberic, I didn't say it right. Um, yeah, and go for him sort of like... Just smashing across the board with questing knights and some Pegasus knights because they're beautiful models that I've got from Lost Kingdoms. And yeah, and I put a trebuchet together. And that was the total amount of hobby I've managed to do in a week. <laughs> and I really failed the, the challenge of get a crew painted and a trebuchet. Was it, was it the old <laughs> GW trebuchet? You got a week. You got, yeah, it's a two week. It's two weeks. Oh, it's a two weeks. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. it's not two weeks. And Stuart, contrast paints. <laughs> Genuinely, I have brown contrast paint that I'm probably going to use. But you're going to get to Bretonia. You're going to have some brightly coloured fucking horses and shit. Contrast oh. paints. Well, yeah, you got Get your equestrian equestrians. Yeah, I know. I'm going to go back to like Malifaux days where I was trying to work out how to wet blend and, you know, I'm telling you, contrast paints do everything. Okay. <laughs> you sound like the bad. <laughs> it's great. So, uh, are we all ready for uh, Corey's funeral time when he shoots himself up with contrast? Yeah, I, I've got contrast paints. Is, is that seven cu- contrast paints you've got there, Matt? Yeah, man, I've got more. I, ca- I can't fit them all. I've got so many of them now. Like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, full disclosure, yes, I do have a sponsorship for Contrast Paints. They, they, approach, they heard, heard the last couple of episodes. Um, I don't, like, like, they send me a pot every time I mention it. So they've sent me a lot of white so far, which is why I've got a lot of white. And, and Corey said to me that I, I just need to get two people to get Contrast, and then I'll get some payment. Yeah, and, oh, and, then, if those two, and then if those two people get two people, then they also get the Contrast Paints. So and, and then I get the payment. But you get yeah, the payment from them too, right? I yeah. was told I had to give Matt four contrast paints to get one. Yeah, man, that's, that's what I was told. Yeah. Ah, so it's the Nagash pyramiding scheme. Gotcha. Ooh. 
They are pretty handy though. You can tip out the contrast paint and then put real paint in the pots. I'm not going to waste my time trying to convert you now because if you want to just live where you're like, oh, better because I pay. You don't have time. You're not Nick. You don't yeah. shun your family and their responsibility, by the responsibilities of being a father to actually paint, you know, to spend time with them and paint. Come on, being honest, the last thing I did paint was probably like six, eight months ago. So <laughs> yeah, I, I'm that. bragging for the sake of just annoying you about contrast paints. Mate, no contrast. I opened up my Malifaux box the other day and I was looking at all my 10,000. I was like, fuck, this would have been so much easier with contrast. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, are you feeling all right, dude? Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> Not at all triggered. Have we all noticed what Corey's layer? Have we all noticed what Corey's screen name is now suddenly? I'm cool. I'm happy. <laughs> Was that you or <laughs> you, are, you can you can say what you want. I'm happy. Because I, I would have thought it should be contrast Corey. Ooh, that's good. That rhymes. Or you could start them all with a K and go Cuck Lord Contrast Corey Ooh. and you could be KKK. Hey. That, that's a nice callback to the white contrast paint useful. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's more colours than white, man. Yeah, more colours than white. Just just that, if you've got a model with nice white flowing robes, that contrast paint fucking works. <laughs> 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 Gary you know how easy life is? One quick undercoat of white? And then one quick one quick, quick pass with the contrast? Life's good. This is like contrast uh, privilege right now, man. I actually have no idea who's next. It's the uh, bot, so we'll skip the bot. Uh, it is Chris. Right. So um, this this week, uh, sorry, this 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 fortnight, I've um, assigned myself 10, 10 Dark Riders. Um, so it makes actually some, some pretty good, some pretty good, hey, 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 let's not go there. Um, so, um, yeah, so... Not not traveling too bad. I think I'm nearing fifty percent done. So my only downfall this week, I think, is oh, this 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 challenge is going to be my hobby supplies have been or my my basic supplies have been sitting at Melbourne Airport for the last six days, and they're not due to be released probably until next week. So I might be up for another. But let's let's be optimistic. I'm not going to worry about another six pack because if I can by the time we're done, I'm going to be fucking buying shares in Dan Murphy's. <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, like working more and more with contrast, um, it's almost like my life, like the last eight years of my life has been a complete fucking waste of time. That's also called parenting, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like base coat, wash, layer, highlight. It's like just fucking contrast is literally just forget everything you fucking learned and just, just use me. Like if you want to get real saucy, do it. Do a, do a lazy dry brush, but you don't really need it. Contrast. No, no. C- contrast. And you know, like, yeah. You're worried about your basing worries. That's fine. Just put some rocks down. Spray paint them white. Contrast. contrast. Oh, perfect. Don't tempt me. Right. Um, what are yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm pretty optimistic in getting these getting these guys finished for the next for, for next week. But um, yeah, we'll see how we go. Nice, nice, cool. So that's me. Have you been looking at any possible armies for the Civil War, or just uh, you sticking with the Dark Elves raiding force? Yeah, I think at this stage I'm going to be 
just uh, running with the we like we're running with the dark elves. That's so, fine. Uh, I need low key judgment from me, but that's fine. Yeah, yeah. The belligerent alliance. Well, like, belligerent alliance. He was already a, using okay. contrast, so you were already going to judge him. So he may as well double down and do what he wants, rather than you know what you want him to do. Yeah. True, true. I'd I had a um, better people, but you know it's fine. It's fine. Well, I had a quick, <laughs> quick flip, quick flick through that um that heraldry book. Dangerous. Oh, how good is it? <laughs> yeah, it's. It is very dangerous, as as Nick just said. It's um, there's there's so much stuff in there. So it's neat. I love the little sketched out units, like the funky units at the end of each like, uh, like region. Yeah, yeah. So I think like the more and more I'm probably going to look at that is this is just going to suck me in further. So it's like, you know what? Fuck the dark elves at the end. And watch <laughs> move empire. So you'll be like, you'll have the entire army painted and still just be waiting on the bases. And you'll be like, table flip them and go straight to Empire. Well, the way Ozpost is travelling at the moment, it's probably not a... Not too far off at eh? A fetched idea, yeah, exactly that. <laughs> so. If you can get someone within 5Ks of you with Empire models, you're laughing. Well, not even. As long as, like, they could be 100 kilometres away. As long as it's someone every 5 kilometres to, like, hand them off. Like, Olympic Torch style, bring it from Queensland all the way down to you or something. Or just drive and get the models and just suck the person's dick when you get there if the cops rock up. Done. <laughs> Where am I driving to go get models? <laughs> uh, you want to be coming down to Caram Downs? Uh... <laughs> I genuinely have models for you as well, so you know. I have models for you. So, uh, well, <laughs> uh, like I relationship. I only thought about the other day and just realised how much shit I must have seen or how. Yes, of the resin flavorings. Yes, yeah. significant <laughs> amounts. The cops are going to rock up to your place and be like the the, the movie Three Men and a Baby. What? I'm just going to get going with that there. <laughs> you'll all, that you'll all be like proving to well, you'll all be proving to the cops that you're all intimate relationships, including. Ah, uh, now we go. Uh, that's a deep <laughs> yeah. cut, man. That's getting some deep cuts right there. Yeah, got to reference those like <laughs> very very strange niche '80s movies. Where John Stamos was a thing? Yeah. <laughs> it was a thing ever? Oh, yeah, Apparently. Rebecca remained Stamos for a while. That's a thing. All right. Wasn't she, wasn't she the first so, uh, mistake? Was she actually like she was Yeah, the original best mistake. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Byron was in the 70s, so how old are you? Was it? Oh, pretty old. Okay. I was, bo- I was born in 82. It changes every year. Oh, shit. You are old, motherfucker. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. That's why the bone. That's why everything hurts all the time. <laughs> oh no, dude! I'm 32 and everything hurts all the time. I shit yeah, you know, right. When I lean over to grab anything or stand upright, I grunt just because I'm getting old. Hadley's a dad grunt. Up. Whenever Hadley leans over to pick shit up, she grunts. <laughs> <laughs> like she it's would just lean over to like, <laughs> like oh great. Just a walk around muttering. Fucking Matt Ward. Contrast. She's like she's just walking around going, Green stuff it, green stuff it. Square bases. Yeah, square bases. Good girl. Clever girl. But yes, alright, that's what Chris has done. Next, Corey. Uh next would be DJ. 
And I, yep. I'm actually genuinely curious about what DJ's done because I didn't get the 12, 1201, 1202, 1203, 1204 message today when he woke up about what he's been doing. So, Well, like, to be fair, sometimes they start at, like, 1401, 1402, 1403. I've had a late night, you know. So, And I normally have to tag Corey just so he knows I'm awake because I know he does worry about me otherwise. I do. Um, yeah, well, I know that, and I appreciate that. That's why I like I get messages from Corey at, like, you know, 1.30, like, DJ hasn't messaged yet. Do you think he's, do you think he's awake yet? Is he okay? You think he's okay? Yeah, I know. No, I appreciate that. Like, I, I know he's looking out for my well-being, and that's why, I'd, you know, need to make sure that I, I let him know when I'm okay. Um, Got you, boo. Thanks. Um, so, obviously, I was away last week because of, you know, family stuff. Um, so, actually, cause in preparation, because I didn't realize all the family stuff was going to kick off, um, I basically set my hobby desk that entire day just grinding away on, on the um, conversions that I actually yeah, unbelievably made it. I don't know so, if all the conversions would help get in done. Oh, it does. It brings them up a nice sheen. <laughs> the, the sheen on the hobby too as well. Um, so just making some conversions for uh, Glade Guard, the Scout variety, because I know the, um, the Glade Guard that rank up in the units have a special role with their bows. So I want to give the... I've, Bit sorted some um, different bows to try and um, show that on the tabletop type thing, and also maybe help myself remember it when we play if we ever play a game. Um, yeah, I had to like quickly adjust to if. Um, and then uh, Byron told me I had to be I had to do a model, and I assume he didn't mean have sex with a model for this this coming forward week. So I mean, I left it open. yeah, I know, and I appreciate that. Like it, I always like it when you leave it open for me. Um, but I've been working on a conversion who is going to be my lord on foot or hero on foot, whatever you want to call it. So, um, uh, building him out of a body from the Science of the Flame from the Warcry band, giving him a whopping big sword from the um, Kernoth Hunters, and then just appropriately wood elfing him up with random other wood elf bits and, and pieces and stuff like that. So, I'm working on that, and I'm not going to pledge to more because. At the moment, half my hobby room's in boxes because we're packing up to move in the next, uh, who knows how long. Once they approve the house, we're moving. So, um, so yeah, so I'm probably going to be moving in the next week or two if everything goes well, touch wood. All right, fingers crossed it gets done. Yep. So that was also just you confirming that you didn't... No, I did. I did the five. Was I had it? to do five dudes and I did it. Okay, so they're, they're together? Yeah, like they're, they're, what do you call it, um, uh, like part assembly so I can actually paint it because I've like made them little bows out of brass and stuff, um, but otherwise they're done, yeah. So they're not actually assembled. Say again? So they're not really assembled, they're not a whole model. Yes, they are. Because who, who said you, what, do you only ever paint everything all in one go, even with magnificent capes all the time? Oh, uh, yes, I do. <laughs> well, you do, but you know, not all the rest of us are gods that can get paintbrushes up and around the corner. No, no, no. That's what the cape's for. If you can't see what's under the cape, you don't have to paint it. I that's one. I one hundred percent paint the model completely, like finished. Like, yeah, I will. I will generally try to get it into as many pieces, like into as like a singular piece as possible. Yeah, I'll paint the interiors and I'll uh, put the uh, the roof on the vehicle and seal the chip. Are you DJ? This is fantasy, like bro. DJ, you tell me like you paint an arm and then stick it on? Not normally. It's just like when I've got like really detailed parts and stuff like that. Like for Marines, I'll leave the bolter off. And depending on, I might leave the backpack and shoulders off, depending 
um, what the you know, you what the is. Nobody's you, the backpack. So much yeah. easier. But you can't see what's behind. Yeah, but you or can't get to the chest. I don't pay. It's not so I can focus on the back of the bolt. It's so I can focus on like <laughs> the chest or whatever. But then the bolt goes over top. You know what? You know what? How contrast? Because that contrast. Would just, no, I know that. Run, yeah, yeah. Just no, I was thinking that right. Because as soon so as I just, said like in separate parts, I'm like, no. Well, Corey's got a way around this, right? He's got a. He's just got runs down. It's like a wash because it's like it's a thicker wash, so it just runs down the body. So you just put it up there, and up, yeah, behind the bolter. <laughs> well, yeah. Right, funnily, enough, don't, <laughs> funnily enough, wood elves don't have bolters though. They should. Well, they, they do. <laughs> they have bolters in eighth edition. Let's be perfectly honest. Well, so random aside, is, is anyone else getting like massive amounts of feedback? Yeah, it's only when you speak, DJ. It's probably about right. Yeah, I think it's Stu. Yeah, it was my heater, sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry, all right, no worries. As long as it wasn't me. Yeah, yeah, it was you. It was definitely you. Oh, okay, okay, fair enough. All right. <laughs> still there, Stuart, oh, still there. <laughs> all, right. Uh, all right, so our next person, and officially, he has now moved past the amount of episodes he appeared on his last podcast, which was the Red Jokers, uh, Byron. <laughs> that was a successful podcast. It was very good. Highly rated. <laughs> It's still top ten, I'm pretty sure. Somewhere. Top ten of what though? Malifo podcast. <laughs> in the Melbourne, was, in the lower only four of them. Melbourne region. That's my top ten, Cor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they really snuck into the top five somehow. Had nothing on the faux bros, but I digress. So where are you at, Byron? <laughs> yeah, fair faux bros represent uh, hashtag. Yeah, yeah. So I got most of uh, the Shaman done, uh, the Brady Shaman. So he's just about done. Just a few more details to finish off, so that's good. And I've got the 10 Gores built, primed, and working on the skin right now. So progressing very nicely today. Although I missed a step on the skin, so the colors are off, and it's kind of pissing me off right now. So I'll try to save it again. Let's see how we go. Contrast. I should just contrast it, yeah. Like a fool doing several layers, like a chump. Yep. Building up successive highlights and stuff like that, blending it back in. That's yeah, fucking waste time. Rookie error again, apparently. Yeah. If we don't seriously get at least some sponsorship from GW promoting contrast, I'm going to be pretty disappointed. Or if there's any other company out there that makes like a contrast paint, just let me know. Just get in touch. Well, I, I would be very interested to see how other companies contrast like. Uh, paints stack up against GW. We could do like a full wow. review and everything. I'm happy to do a test. I'm happy to do. I'm not, yeah. I can do a whole series. I can. Let's like, be honest. They would shit all over them because other companies. <laughs> right. This is, this is the beginning of our expansion into a YouTube series where Corey just sits there and poorly paints things in different varieties of contrasts. But if you just, I think we'll call that series "Can It Contrasts." Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know how there's all these series like "Can It Blend"? I want "Can It Contrast." Contrasts. You get a brand of paint. Can it contrast? I might take a leaf out of Duncan's book and start my own contrast paint about company. About to say, I'm really worried for Duncan. His uh, new paint thing is two thin coats. Like, do I want to paint something twice when contrast is <laughs> paint? What was he thinking? I've got, 15, I've got 15 slayers. I'm effectively painting 30 slayers if I do two thin coats. What the f- is this shit? <laughs> it's funny. Like, I actually watched his video earlier today. It was it was a guy doing an Alpha Legion um, paint scheme using com- like completely contrast. And he's doing, you know, like recess washes with the Black Templar. And then he's doing like just like feathering for some of the shadows. It's like, dude, that's that's not how fucking contrast is supposed to be used. Just use, <laughs> use actual paint. Yeah, you've, you've yeah. used 
way too many fucking steps in accomplishing the end goal. Like, dude, settle the fuck down. Everyone talks about, like, you know, min-maxing their list, but nobody talks about min-maxing their hobby time. And I think that's something we should focus on. And 100%. right at the top of that fucking list is contrast paints. Like, I don't think you're wrong, to be honest. No, I'm not. <laughs> like, this is one of the few times I'm quietly confident that I am right. <laughs> it's one of the few times I'll quietly confidently back you. What what are you saying you're confidently right in? <laughs> Sorry, I was I was throwing off because I'm literally looking at my other screen looking for third party contrast. contrast paints at this point in time. Um I'm quietly confident that a con- like contrast paints should be a thing for everyone. They are so fucking easy and they make your time so much quicker and easier that you have more time like it's oh sorry like at the moment what have i got time to do apart from paint and masturbate but um <laughs> Corey, contrast you know. paints have been out for like a couple of years you're behind the ball of people yes but see that's the thing i'm just come now i'm building it back up we ducked off a little bit now everyone's gonna get back up on the thing shut up nick stop being so fucking negative <laughs> tell us about your hobby it's your turn now anyway you piece of shit Pretty soon you'll start advertising fucking 3G phones. You guys heard this? <laughs> it's safe. Everyone knows about 3G. It's safe. <laughs> it's 2G less than 5G. You put this piece of paper in there, it shows up somewhere else. <laughs> so, Byron, are you done with your hobby and shit in the last week? Well, I just went. I was just okay, that's it. That was it. Oh, okay. right. well, it was you. Yeah, we were up to you, Nick. Okay, Corey, just... Corey's in charge and Corey said you. I, I literally... I, I don't know. I might be throwing tangents. I might be throwing tangents into the mist. Granted, it's the same tangent every time about contrast. We still know when Byron's finished it's your turn, Nick. So come on. Okay. I've been working on... Yeah, yeah. By the time I fucking finish, it's your turn. We've done this dance long enough. How many fucking nights we have to have in the hotel, man? Let's go. Yeah, you're going to crush, you're gonna crush this podcast, Nick. Okay, uh, I've been working on the Yvonne cast irons uh, for like the, well, not predominantly living, but a fair whack of living vampire counts army. So I've gotten the uh, 10 skeletons built. And they're ready for undercoat, um, which converted from the cursed city ones. Um, nice. Put a bunch of empire bits and pieces on, like the frilly arms and all that sort of shit and a lot of feathers. Um, also built up the five, uh, I think they're Huntsmen, they're the scouting archers that you can take in the Von Cast on list, so I've uh, whipped up those five. Thank you, Matt, for the, the bits and pieces for them. Oh, man, they look great. Yeah, they come up, like, did the little uh, the little bits of cotton for their uh, bowstrings and everything. Always good. That was a good touch. Are those um, skirmishes? Yeah, they're, so all the archers are skirmishes in the Von Cast on list, um, but the yes. Huntsmen also get scout. Oh, cool. So, be so is this... Screen. I look where, forward to having them in my Middenheim army, too, because... Yeah. <laughs> with um, where, where do people find the rules for this army list? Is it spread across like compendiums or no? No, it's just in the back of the book, um, of the Vampire Count Six book. Okay, so cool. Got all the the back of book uh, army, so it's like one for each of the main bloodlines, and also a necromancer army, which I don't see the point of in the Vampire Counts book, but hey, um, but yeah, so and all of them have their own little flavor and sort of thing. So like, von yep. Karthans can take more bats, and they can take living troops because they're like the the lords, the lords right? Yeah. Uh, like the blood knights can take grave guard and um, the horses. Uh, sorry, I just got a cough. Sorry, gang. I could 
Could, should have coughed when it was Byron's turn. Oh shit! Sorry, gang. Got some logi. Um, the whatever the Black Knights and shit. Um, and they can take them in the Lance formation. So yeah, there's different flavors in the back. The cool yep. one is me, the um, Von Karstein one, which is kind of fun getting some living troops to be skirmishing around your big blocks of zombies and skeletons. Yeah, so that's awesome. Also did the uh, try that a new process for um unit basing, which I sent a picture to you guys, and I can put up on the yeah that looked awesome chat or something, and that was um. Legit, I bought. I saw some of these good old wish.com. Um, these like grass mats, and they're they're, they're kind of shit. They're sort of like static grass has been blasted onto like this. I can't describe it. It's this weird sort of. It's a black, like almost cobwebby material. Um, that's the best way I can describe it. So it's about this like half a centimeter of this black cobwebby material, where they've um done like big lots of tufts of grass. And uh, some like rocks and stuff glued on it to it and stuff as well. So it looks good from afar, but you get close and you can see this cobwebby shit. So I peeled a heap of the cobwebby shit off, so it left like this very thin layer of cobwebby stuff, and just glued that over some brown uh, mud texture onto a pre-done base, and boom, easy as piss. So that'll be uh, interesting to go ahead with. Um, but yeah, I'll get a picture up of that. But that's um, what I've been cracking on with. I think I'll go all right trying to get these done. Uh, once I get an undercoat on them, I should be able to smash them out in a couple of days. Famous last words, probably won't get it done, but hey, I'll try. So the uh, the huntsmen were from Matt, is that right? Yeah, Matt had a big wad of uh, huntsmen's and arch- huntsmen and archers. Like they're the um whatever the the Empire Archer kit was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I remember that because I found that one exceedingly hard to find in the years post. Oh, yeah. There's not a lot of it around. Yeah. They, they, they I just thought maybe you had like a little magic line to them or something because they were great models. It's bizarre kit to drop because like they kept the the you know hunchback crossbowmen and the hunchback mm. halberdiers and they got rid of them probably the most modern kit in the lineup which is an amazing mm. kit. The sheer amount of bits in it is awesome. Like the guy holding up the dead pheasants and stuff. Yeah, look, I yeah. killed it. I killed it. Brilliant. Good. Yeah, <laughs> look, mom. Yeah, it's an amazing kit. Um, so I just oh, don't know how to get rid of it. Reasons. Maybe the the mold. Yeah, it was a G-Dub thing. They probably couldn't trademark it as thoroughly. Don't use bows in Sigma, man. Yeah. No, there's no shooting in Sigma, luckily. (laughs) It's it's definitely not a very, you know, it's definitely not part of the meta. It's definitely not 40k, but fantasy. Yeah, that's been my hobby. Um, I've also been working on, obviously, the vampire. Trying to get him very Von Karstein looking. And I found this uh, uh, resin Isabella that I've hacked up and will be turning her into the, um, the BSB for the army. I'm still tossing up whether to have her with a massive um, flag or to have maybe a, a wraith holding the flag behind her or her just being, like, the icon herself, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, because, like, do you really see a vampire noble lady carrying a, a giant walking flag? No, like, I it doesn't. This seems kind of beneath her. So I can tell, I definitely like the idea that she is the icon herself because she just sort of inspires all her troops. Otherwise, she's got some, you know, courtier carrying her flag for her. Yeah, see, and my my thing was like, you know, she's transfixed a shit ton of this, like the Sylvanian, like Levy, like I would bang that chick, and she's like, yeah, boys, you can totally have a crack, just you know, go die first, and then sure, that's my jam. Just get real nice and twisted for you. If we're not fucking goats, we're talking about people trying fucking to bang skeletons. Yeah, yep. <laughs> they really got a bone. <laughs> you see, and I have a chance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> What I'm hearing isn't a no. Exactly. <laughs> I just whoa, 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 whoa. shed my mortal coil, and then it's a maybe. Then we're good to go. There we go. So, yeah, that's that's been my hobby for the last week. Nice. All right, and with that, we're out of content. So that's the end of the podcast.
Claro. Thank you, everyone, for <laughs> Please wait. We will actually probably go to a break, though. Um, That's right. Because we're um, the Craig bot has eaten shit this time around because we're a high tech um, sort of operation or outfit right here. Hmm. Um, so we're just going to make sure this bot has recorded everything, and then we're back in a couple of minutes. But with the you know magic of editing, it should be just but a song away. Do you feel that? Oh shit. Oh, wah, ah, ah, ah. Oh, wah, ah, ah, ah. Get up, come on, get down with the sickness. Get up, come on, get down with the sickness. Get up, come on, get down with the sickness. Open up your head and let it flow into me. Get up. Come on, get down with the sickness. You mother, get up. Come on, get down with the sickness. You fucker, get up. Come on, get down with the sickness. Madness is the gift that has been given to me. I can see inside you the sickness is rising. It seems that all that was good has died. Oh no, the world is a scary place. Now that you've woken up the demon in me. Bobby, will you give it to me? Two, three, four. Get up, come on, get down with the sickness. You mother, get up, come on, get down with the sickness. You fucker, get up, come on, get down with the sickness. Open up your hate and let it flow into me. sort of topic for us to discuss i think i think everyone in here correct me if i'm wrong if any of you are losing you don't but i think everyone in here is a total warhammer slut yes yep yeah love it, man. Cool. um and so for anyone who doesn't know total war um have been dropping um their their lead up to total war three which actually got pushed back this uh this week it got pushed back to next year um but the cyberpunk what, what, what is total war yeah. somebody Somebody doesn't know what Total War is at all. They've been listening to this podcast that they didn't know what it was. Sure, but I guess I guess like for me, I don't know. Total War is honestly it's a it's an Age of Empires. It's a it's a strategy game on steroids. It is um, turn based. It is you take control of a faction, you take control of building, you take control of developing an army, and most most of the, the your time is spent maneuvering armies around a map, conquering different settlements different places eventually you try and take over the whole whole entire map and for many many years it was historical focus so my first was rome total war very first rome total war and i think i was in year 11 when i got this it came in four discs and that that was back to the time when you did disc insert disc two insert disc three insert disc four reinsert disc one to start playing um (laughs) so 
you know, they've they've done Rome, they've done Shogun, they've done Vikings, um, they've progressed into um, there was Empire as well. So that was Empire and that kind of stuff, and, and and you know they've done Rome two and Shogun two and and all that kind of thing. It, it's a fantastic best games. Is um, dropping out for anyone? Yeah, you're dropping out. Yeah, yeah you're dropping through. Am I back? You're too you passionate. Do you have your mic as always on or to pick up um, when you're talking to the start? I don't know, but I've been talking the whole time, so hopefully it picked me up. You're cutting out a tiny bit earlier, but not nothing crazy, nothing like that. All right, we'll see what happens. Okay. Um, Good podcasting. <laughs> like honestly, that was probably the most professional thing we've ever tried yeah, to do. This been, yeah, it was so See, good. that was the good as Red Jokers, but it's good enough. Really, you know, we're we diverted from the formula. The formula was to not have ad breaks. We put an ad break in now. Well, we need to, to show for um, contrast paints. True. That's also true. There's a lot of um, going on. But yeah, so fuck, I can't remember now when it was, but um, Total War obviously struck up a deal and they started, they started releasing Warhammer versions, so based very much on pre-end times old world Warhammer. Yeah, um, yeah the, the year after they nuked yeah, the world. After they yeah, so, yeah, so they, they nuked the world and then they brought out Total War Warhammer, so that's fun. Um, it's honestly phenomenal. Like, it's phenomenal. If you haven't played it and you're a war gamer or you've ever played fantasy, just get it. Like, it's fucking great. You'll lose hours doing it. Anyway, so we're in the lead up to uh, number three now. So Total War Warhammer 3. Um, and previously they've dropped the fact that you're going to be able to play as Kislev and Korn. So those are two new factions for the um, entire system, which already encompasses, you know, Empire, Britonia, varying degrees of dwarves, beastmen, every fucking, every fucking thing. You know, yeah, they've got, like, yeah, anything really. Um, so pretty much the only things that aren't rep- that weren't represented at this point in time before Total War Three was the Chaos Demons, um, and then you had little micro factions. So ogres were probably the biggest one that was missing. That's still missing. Hasn't been released yet, Matt. Sorry. Um, one day. One day. Um, but so they started dropping the new factions, and so previously they they released the fact that Kislev and Corn were going to be probably the starting two, um, and recently, as in this week, they've dropped the fact that we're going to... Oh, sorry, today. Um, the fact that we're going to get Kathy. And... Um, I feel and it's like a thigh or something. Kathy just sounds... Kathy's that terrible comic that you used to get in the newspaper. I will... Oh, my God. That was a terrible comic. That was so right? bad. Given the... the um, is, I'm really good oh, Mondays! Uh-huh. Mondays, yeah. Given the prescribed, uh, given the prescribed nationality nationality of the people of Kathy, um, I refuse to try and say it <laughs> in an accent because I don't want to offend Jermaine. So I'm just yeah, going we do to... need to get Jermaine. He'll do it good for us. Yeah. Um. So yes, yeah, so we got a sweet new cinematic trailer. Um, with the forces of Kathy. Um, <laughs> people are going to be like, oh, you can't fucking say Cathay. What's wrong with him? Cathay, okay. Force of Cathay going up against uh, Zinch. And so we get to see a fucking sick ass Lord of Change. We get to see, um, I forget now, what are the discs, the Zinch discs? Discs of Zinch. So I went the wrong way around. Online flying around. Who the fuck knows? Um, so we saw them flying into, and because I have no concept of the forces of Cathay actually are in terms of like the names, but we saw a giant fucking golem, um, terracotta you know, warrior from dragons. He yeah, a giant golemish terracotta yeah. warrior. Um, 
some sick mortars by the looks of it, some sweet different types of magic, which is cool. Um, and it it looked fucking sick. I, I think you would have to be a pretty shitty person to be upset with what's coming out. And Nick, go. Uh, well, oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, like, like the trail is cool and everything. Um, and like, there's everyone bleeding on both sides of the fence. And I think like a lot of people like. It's. I think Facebook is just a cesspit of fuckwittery. People are allowed to have their opinions, but they always get blown out. You get some dickhead on a, um, you know, on a soapbox, not unlike this, um, you know, doing their spiel, and then people whinge about it. I think it looks fine. I think it's probably a bit, to me, a bit too high fantasy and a bit too clean. But you know, you probably, if you want to try to break into the Chinese market, you want it to look clean and sexy, I suppose, and that's clearly what they're trying to do. To be fair, the Kislev does look. Fairly clean in a similar sort yeah, of way. Yeah, that's fair, actually. They've been fighting Although, chaos for at least generations. They have a gross Rasputin-looking motherfucker in there. Like, they do. They do. I'm sure... Don't worry. I'm sure okay, we'll get sure. some old characters at some point. Then you'll be like, oh, look at that old beard. Yep. And we, we're still waiting for... I think we call it the Iron Dragon or the Seal Dragons, one of the, the Lord characters. Yeah, so I was doing a bit of reading. Um, I sort of do a bit of reading coming into this episode. Just like a quick little... See if I can find a one shit on Kathy Cafe. Um, <laughs> there was not a lot, not a lot said. So everyone's like, "Oh, they're using stuff from 1984." And as far as I'm aware, 1984 is like, "Yo, yo, yeah, it's yeah. China." It was like a so, blurb uh, of it back in the day. And yeah, like, it's one of those ones that they, yeah, they always give like it was like what um, Horace Heresy was before we got the actual Horace yeah. Heresy. You know, like they'd always mention mine. it and they'd add like a little taster or a little sentence here or there. But like from my, you know, hobby experience, there wasn't a huge amount like. I'm pretty sure there's a book that mentions it a bit, but there wasn't a lot out there to begin with. We just knew, like, yes, there's an emperor who's also a dragon. Yes, there's a few things like that. So, And I think my issue here is, so like so many of the other races, while they've gotten more units and more fluff and stuff, they've always been grounded in the older Warhammer. Like, you know, even Chaos Dwarves, you know, a lot of it was nods to the old, you know, pointy hat motherfuckers. Hmm. I was doing a bit quick reading on that, because uh, there's not a lot, obviously, from the G-Dub side. Sorry, I got a cough. Sorry, boys. Um, did a bit of quick reading, and <clears throat> the fluff to me is already just a bit of that new, like, NU G-Dub jumping the shark bullshit. So they're talking about, like, the, the two immortal human dragon emperors that have been around before even the fucking old ones arrived on the planet and built the oh, planet really? for what it is. Yeah, it's like, mm. uh, for fuck's sake, like... Like I'm, I'm all about. Like I'm not going to go. Oh, you know, no one can be a dragon emperor. That's cool. No issues there. Not going to fight that. You know, they've got gold roaches. They've got all sorts. Of, like, as far as I'm aware, dragons are pretty smart in the Warhammer world. Um, but no, you know, they're there because it's the next best thing. It's the newest X thing ever. You know, like they've been around since before the old ones, and they're all this and that and this. It's like, oh fuck. All right, here we go. We, pretty got, sure like, it was like uh, like a proper fan deck back in the day. I wonder how much of the floor goes back into the head or if it goes back and forth or how much was like Jervis fucking mushroom ideas that he comes up with. Who, who knows? <laughs> like, um, I, I honestly, I honestly don't know enough about it. So people are like, that's wrong. Like, okay, that's fine. But yeah, to but me, what, just... uh, what are people angry about online? Like I've been missing this. Online oh, people, <laughs> people are always bullshit about the, the floaty bits. It, like, I'm not going to lie. A lot of the pictures and the video, looks like they're on fucking Pandora. Like they yeah, went the... a bit over what? the top with the floating shit. One thing I read that I thought might um, explain that is obviously, you know, we know the old world's based on the real world. Um, they were talking about 
uh, like a great wall, like a defense, a defensive structure, which basically sounds like the Great Wall of China, but they didn't want to make the Great Wall of China. So maybe this magical wall with floating rocks is their, you know, stand in for the Great Wall or something like that. That was just from what they said. I thought, oh, maybe that's what they're they're approaching it as. No, so no, the, like it's, it it's like not like some island that was covered by mist, and like they just got discovered. No, no, it's it's there's just fucking floating. It looks like it looks like Pandora. I shit you not. Like I'm like, oh, tweet new Avatar movie. No, no, it's Cathay. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, you know, those Avatar movies are very original concepts there. So I mean, well, we all do it's like you know, difficult to go up against that IP, hundred percent. No, no, Byron. GW has never taken the IP from a never ever cut. From another company ever in the history of their company. Like, How that's a ridiculous you. statement. Yeah, exactly. I'm definitely outraged. <laughs> so, uh, oh, what's that, Dune? Oh, that sounds cool. AJ, just on a quick tangent on G-Dub uh, stealing um, sort of original names, I looked up how to say Carthay, which is yeah. the way you say it, because I'm that guy. And yeah. it's just the old world, like the old European name for what they called China. Of course it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, okay, because the old world's uh, Japan is called Nippon. Like, yeah. Like, are we still having a look at that? Let's let's not beat around the bush. Like G Dub, like back in the day, they didn't they didn't fucking burst many brains when it came to coming up with fucking names and things like no, Bretonians and the Legend of Arthur. Like, let's be honest. Like, it's the Legend of Arthur, but they kind of made them. Like well, what they what do they speak in the empire, which is German? Oh, Reichspiel! Yeah. <laughs> Watch our world. Yeah. Not, yeah. So I don't think they're blowing any brains on there, but yeah, to me, I think I like you know Facebook outrage is always Facebook outrage. It's gonna be dickheads all around. But the big thing is people don't, don't like the floating mountains. Uh, not really my vision of uh, fantasy. And then everyone going, look at these pictures of art where there's a floating thing. How dare you say it's not in there? It's like, all right. Oh, God. Like, there was like, because remember there was... um. So cool car measured shit. approaches as always. Of course. But like, I can get with the, like, the floating shit is my jam. Like, there was instances where floating shit was really cool because there was Fosrick's folding fortress, which you could take in aid. Yeah. And I remember there was Blood in the Badlands and they were chasing Fosric's floating fortress, I think. Um, and in the cool. art, there have been some weird, funky, big floating things and shit, but they would like they looked like they were not common. Whereas I think the, the Cathay trailer is just like, this is common as shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just every day for them. No biggie, whatever. Yeah. Um, and yet, as I said, like, if, uh, well, not if, when I get Total War 3, I'm probably not going to touch Cathay. Like, that's fine. They can they can fight, fight in their floating islands and shit over there. That's fine. Um, but yeah, that was just my jam. It looks a bit too clean and high fantasy for me. Well, one thing, oh, no. I was going to say, first of, all, first of all, Stuart, I'm very happy for you to, pro- uh, to correct me for how to say their name. Each time until I get oh, it yeah. right. I will hundred percent be calling it Carthay from now on. There's all right. No, no, I'm very happy for that. Like, so I'm, I'm down for that. Oh, but um, one one um, <laughs> thing that I thought was really cool was that they, for everything they've put in the game, they've got corresponding fantasy eighth edition rules, which I thought was really cool. What, so even what if like, mean? what do they mean? So as it rules, like something that's so, sitting in a shelf somewhere. No, they've they've obviously like made them. Yep. So. That every unit they have in the game has they've they've written up the unit profile as if they were writing an army book for eighth edition. Well, so for, for whether that role, gets the new one is what they're working on. Really, it's the old role team. Well, down the bottom it says eighth edition rules. We understand because, yeah, because why are we playing sixth edition then? 
<laughs> I don't play with the awards, man. Oh, I'm all up for eighth edition if you want to run against forty witch elves. Oh fuck you, no, thanks, man. See, this I is why we're not playing eighth edition. <laughs> no, but I just thought that was really cool. That like, all right, like obviously with the old world project, we don't know yet what their core rule structure will be, um, and it might be a blend or whatever else it is. But it's good that they've sort of already got a starting point for these armies that they're bringing out. Like Kislev, obviously, there's a lot more in the game for Kislev than we've had previously from the supplements and expansions, like all the that bear cav and the bear artillery yeah, and the bear monster not, and everything bear except for the one boy out on bear. Exactly. And that's that the issue, before. I think, especially because we're salty assholes and we're doing a lot of six. Um, you get to um, the point with eighth, not quite seventh, but I think eighth, and you look at sixth and seventh edition 40K, and you start getting to the, oh, this is the theme of something. Let's drill the Double down! The, <laughs> the blood missiles on the blood raven and the wolf wolf McWolfensteins and shit. Like, and I think you start seeing that. And like, so, you know, these based off never released 8th edition rules. Like, mm, doesn't really... Well, they're not. They're, they've written from what I... They, from they what wrote it wrong. Recently. Yeah, exactly. That's my understanding, but I could be wrong on that. But from reading the article, it sounds like they wrote the 8th edition rules to so, kind of... I assume maybe to figure out the power balance of them within the, the context of all the others. Because obviously when they build... I think you're reading in... It's a fucking Warhammer community article, man. I think you're reading into it a bit much. There's not a lot given. No, no, they have, uh, like, the older team, like, they did all the... They've got, like, special rules for everything. They also have, like, um, they did all the art. They did all the prototypes and stuff there. They did the origin point. They're working hand-in-hand, hand, the old war team, with uh, the uh, Total War team, so... Oh, well, no, what I, really I understand that. Is, uh, I, I get they're, that. They're but creating I'm an army. It's this, current. This will be an army book for the old world when it comes out, based loosely off the eighth ed world set so far. But it sounds like they're building the ground rules for a brand new release in the old world. This will be probably a starting box half. I I would imagine. Yeah, it's definitely going to be Cafe versus Kislev. Oh, like you heard it here first. I would be surprised if it was anything other. The quote the quote is in fact the Warhammer Studio went so far as to establish each and every unit for use on the tabletop, including stats and special abilities, and on the bottom it's got eighth edition rules we understand. So yeah, that could mean about it doing different things. It doesn't sound overly well thought out, and to me it just sounds like fucking um ad speak, in all honesty. <laughs> it just They've pretty much what they've done is gone. Oh, this has this is well thought out and has gravitas. But we're just written this. We've written a sentence and everyone's going nuts. Going, oh, that's so good. It's Alan Bly. Like, no, it's not. Hey, hey, hey! Don't bring Bly's name into this lightly. I can bring. I can look at look at the throne of Tamakan. That shit was amazing. Oh, I agree. New units, new fluff, stunning. Completely redid an old edition army, dripping in lore, very old edition feeling. Not too high magic, high shit like that sort of stuff. Amazing. I just think, I think we're all, maybe people are taking too much, I don't know, loving too much that it, it mentions an addition of rules there, which, like. No, I was to say, like, I, like, I don't think they're just going to, like, roll out those rules directly, but I think maybe they used it as a touchstone for how to balance this army versus all the armies we already have in the old world for them to then make in the game. But, like, yeah, I could be wrong. Like, I could be table, reading way from it. Sure. tactics. <laughs> Tabletop tactics and the total war don't really mesh at all. Like that's what I'm saying. Like they can it's like, oh, they've got a shield and a spear cool. They've got anti large and charge defense. Like <laughs> you know, it's not like so, this. <laughs> would that mean that total war is roughly based off of eighth entirely for like units and spells and everything? No, oh, very, very 
broadly. Well, that's yeah, when they started building, wasn't it? But trying to transfer yes. stats across is sort of like it. There's no no level of computation. It's like they're a competent combatant. They're an incompetent combatant. They're, yeah, they're no, these play very differently and definitely operate differently in total war than they do on the well, tabletop. There, but, to be uh, fair, they, they do have their technomancers transposing and translating things again, like they. Like you said, they're like, what was it? They had the accountomancers or something last time? or uh, Who fucking knows? But what I'm just saying <laughs> is I think people are taking, putting a lot of like, oh, yeah, you know, it's, I think we'll see what it's like when it comes out, but I, I wouldn't put anything on any of that fucking marketing spiel. Yeah. I think it's also that people are just hopeful and excited. Yeah, and be hopeful yeah. and excited. But I think people are excited and think you're just trying to crush souls and dreams. You're just being a negative cunt. No, no, no people are like, I'm just being a cynical cunt, and that's just what I am. And because, you know, both, uh, both Games too. Workshop and um, Total War want that big, fat China money. <laughs> well, who doesn't? They want that big, fat Yuan. Just like, how would I should pronounce it? Yuan. Is it Yuan? Well, they, like they, they, can't really, they can't really have that, because if they're introducing the Chaos Demons, you don't have demons in, like, Chinese media. Like, that's a big thing. Skeletons, demons, overly blood. Uh, it's it's very highly regulated there for that kind of stuff. So you can't do an expansion of demons. You can't have Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, especially they're very upset about that. That's for sure. Well, it'll be interesting to see what the Chinese-only version of Total War looks like. Oh, it's, it's, it's Cathay. It's, 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 it's Cathay, and all the units are turned to 100 on every stat, and all the others are turned to 1 on every stat. And they're like, look at them crush these empires of man. They're weak. Yeah. Oh, they're stupid. <laughs> Old worlders. Well, touching on that, um, <laughs> the Lord of Skulls is just fucking Jonathan Davis. Come on. <laughs> in the uh, World of Warcraft version of a dungeon, there's like English version. There's blood. There's skeletons. There's chunks of flesh all throughout it. Mm. In the Chinese version, they just turn that all into bread. Yeah, they do. Like bread. <laughs> dungeon with just bread everywhere. It's, Why it's are there bread dungeons? <laughs> Mind you, I have seen the copy and paste over. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, that's why it's so scary and dangerous. No, well, there are a lot of like special bread stores in what's it like, you know, bakery sixty three degrees or something like that. Maybe it's like replicate this. If there's a number in it, it's probably Vietnamese. (coughs) I'm not sure which which country it's from, but this they are they they're always hyper busy in the city. I'm going to look at it now. I can't think of it. Probably not hyper busy at the moment. Well, yeah, like when I've actually been to the city, they've, so they've like years ago. Fail at this point. <laughs> but that's my take on Kathy and being a cynical asshole. What are your guys' thoughts? I'm googling the bakery thing. A, oh, you go ahead, man. You go ahead. No, I just said I'm googling the bakery thing, so I don't know yet. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> I personally think because they had Andy Hor, the Hor Hore, whatever you want to call him, the Hor, whatever his name is, uh, doing the uh, doing the interview as well. I think that the old world's heavily involved in this, and I think this is sort of a glimpse into what's to come with the old world. And I think that the old world's going to be expanding beyond what we've seen for the old editions. So I think we're going to see new armies, possibly new kits for original armies, possibly reimagining uh, some other armies. Maybe like a. Do they have they put the timeline? Is it a timeline jump? They have. It's, uh, it's going back apparently. Going yeah, back. it's like. One of the, it's not King Louis Franken, blah, blah, blah. It's like King Louis the Orc Eater or something. I can't remember off the top because of my head. They, they want to really try to separate it from the end times. So, how far yeah. away was that from 8th edition then, I guess? 
a while, I think. 500 years? Yeah. yeah, so if they're going anywhere near the 2000, like it was 2500-ish, I think. Um, when oh, the so un- they're going before 8th edition, like 500 years before 8th edition? Well, they can't go after, can they? <laughs> well, they could go like during, then you get Age of Sigmar again. a big time in between, kind of, you know? No, there was no but big I think time, they know- it was just flat. There was, there was no time in between, it was... Well, yeah. well 8th edition didn't last a year. I mean, 8th edition would have spanned... I don't know, decades. Okay, are we, okay, are we talking eighth edition as in like the physical rule set, if you will? No, I, as a fluff. I'm, I'm talking about something he means. Yeah. No, nah, eighth edition, I'm pretty sure was like the 10 seconds to midnight sort of setting. Like so what does that mean for um, like things like demographs? Like demographs were introduced in eighth edition. They never existed before. Uh, um, when that book came gone. out, they just sort of said they were always there. Does that yeah, mean that uh, when that you go mean, back, they don't exist anymore? No, no, no. They'll always be there. Okay. Yeah, like... I would imagine if you see you've seen it in previous Total War games, like those, those demigriffs or whatever, like I think there's a good chance they'll be in them. Even though yes. they're like yes. you said, like if it's something introduced in eighth but it was meant to be in the world throughout, I think they'll keep it. Because yeah. it seems yeah. like you know some some things that were introduced during seventh and eighth people loved, obviously. So they'd be silly. Yeah, that, that's sort of what I was trying to sure they can sell more kits, you know. Like, did you get there in eighth, or was it just you know eighth just said this is the state of the world now? No, no, most of that shit just got retconned, like like fucking centurions and um, storm ravens in forty k armies. Ah, they've always been there. It's fine. It's fine. Hmm. Mate, Primaris have always been there. Exactly. Thanks, <sighs> Paul. It's just you weren't paying enough attention, apparently. Yeah, should have been looking in the the wings. Um. So yeah, like <clears throat> I think you'll see like full unit availability unless they want to phase older kits out. Um, it'll just be interesting, I suppose, to see. I suppose with the old world. Um, like obviously GW are corporate bastards and want as much money as they possibly can get, but it's just going to be see, interesting to see how much they're happy stamping on shit that makes the old world the old world. Like, you know, peasant militia is boring. You've got to paint a heap of them, but they're definitely a thing for Bretonian and even like poorly stained, trained state troops are a thing for empire. Doesn't really mesh well with the big sexy schlick, you know, things you want. Like cafe is going to shit all over everyone. It's essentially stormcast. <laughs> if you look at the well, art, what do you want to see, though? I mean, like a lot of people complain about the horde armies in eighth. Like, do you want to go back to hordes, like that kind of size of game? Oh no, no, like, that's what. Or do you want to go back? I, to... The reason I like sixty is because it's just everything costs more. So you're like, you know, a chosen warrior is like twenty points or something. Chaos warrior. Um, it's good to see. I think because I think in the older editions of Warhammer, sorry, I've got this bloody cough. In the older edition of Warhammer, they sort of touched upon the fact that um. Units weren't one for one representations of units. So a unit of twenty guys could be two hundred guys. You know, you go ten to one. It's just to give you a feeling, gives you a cool ability to model them. Whereas in eighth yeah. edition, they're like, no, nah, no, nah, it's one to one. It's one to one, bro. So I think it depends if you're like happy to take a few steps back and have sort of a an analog of what's going on in the battlefield without an actual one to one representation. Gets a bit airy fairy. Um, but yeah, hordes I think are what helped kill eighth edition. Yeah, I don't um, think about the hordes. I think hordes did not help at all. Yeah. But I think the other issue is though pointing killed the system as well. There's like there's multi reasons why I think eight died and they couldn't get new blood in. So look, okay, they went from slots to percentages. So when you go from slots to percentages, and then you drop the <laughs> that was a lot of mass down. by the way. That sucked. Well, yeah, exactly. But like, okay, so you go like the, the vampire counts were the best example. Okay, I have the, my most expensive models are ten points. In core, I think my cheapest models were three points or maybe four points for zombies in core. So let's say I went the most expensive units of, um, you know, uh, ghouls or um, uh, dire wolves, right? I'd need 60 of them. 
to play yeah. a 2400 point battle because you want to be able to get your cool vampire and stuff, stuff like that. So you're going to have to run high points to get your cool lords and heroes in and your cool rare and special choices. So you've got you've got to do a certain amount, a certain percentage of your army and the models were cheaper. So then you've got this thing where it's like, well, I have just have to have a shit ton of models to actually get my foot in the door. Especially like I think Chaos Warriors didn't have a hard time. Um, Dark Elves, anything with like solid elite armies when your core didn't suck dick was fine. Um, but like Matt, you did Empire and Eighth. Like if you weren't running um, yeah. cavalry yeah. core, what's well, it? I started off doing state troops and with them being tough to paint. Uh, at the time, I was like, oh, why should I sit here and paint, you know, forty halberdiers when I can paint ten knights? And yeah, yeah that's what I ended up having to do. And because you had to have units either super deep or super wide, you still had to, like, so a minimum horde unit you really wanted was, what, 40? You'd probably want in a horde For unit? For state troops, 50 yeah. halberdiers was sort there of, you like, Back you want to start a starting point. And that's one yeah. unit. Yeah. That's right. And that would have been five points a pop, I believe. So is that or... 250 points? Yeah, plus the... There might have been maybe six points. I think they're around five. I'll have to double-check, but yeah. They're around Hell, 300 points, well, let's say well, that. 300 points, so you're halfway there at 50 exactly. fucking models. Exactly. And that's not halfway to your army being complete. That's halfway no. to your minimum core, 2,400 points. Mm-hmm. Like, how the fuck is that sustainable? Now, those 50 Helbadeers in 6th um, edition, how many points would they wreck you up now? Uh, they're exactly the same, coincidentally. Oh, really? yeah. But you can run two small units of them. Yeah, they and just they... move into something more expensive. Exactly. Yeah, and also you don't need to run them in such a big block because you're only attacking one rank, you're only four ranks, ra- ranks wide, there's no horde formation. No, not really. But uh, you got the swordsmen. They're more expensive, I believe. Um, at seven points a pop. I'm not sure what they were in eighth, but they're actually really nice in sixth. Yeah, because they got um, the weapon skill and the initiative benefit, don't they? And sword much. and board's pretty good as well. Yeah, four up armor, quite nice. I, I can just say in um with the skeletons, skeletons are ten points with light armor and shield in six, Ooh. five points in uh eight. Ooh. You know, what I mean? like mm. um. So yeah, I think what you're sort of saying, Byron, is yeah, definitely like hordes certainly look cool. The amount of infantry you get on the board looks cool, but I think from an actual mechanical of like a mechanical standpoint of building and painting an army, it made it almost impossible. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, I, mean, like, I ran a horde army, and it was it was hard than the amount of models on the board. I mean, I liked having my 10-wide 50- to 60-man gore unit. It was fucking awesome. It was uh, not awesome to paint, build, transport, um, any any number pay for you, any just number try, effect for sure. Yeah. Try telling little Jimmy, oh, do you want to come to an event? Sure, what do I need? Well, you're going to need about 5,000 models. Yeah, you're going to need about 150 models, bro. Well, that's like, exactly what? what killed it, and that's where AOS came in and made the sizes a lot smaller. And then blew them back up, and then shrunk them again, and blew them back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so you, so you I, need a little ground where you want, like, I want to see a twenty-man unit be useful. I want to see a ten-man unit be useful. Ten men yeah. of elites do something. A twenty-man unit of elites be serious business. That's well, that's cool. I think. And I think that's kind of fun. Like, I, I don't. If I want to see hundreds or thousands of enemies smashing each other face, I'll now just go play Total War. Yeah. If I want to play tactics when 20 or 30 guys is going to be a big unit, I'll play a tabletop game. Especially in the 28mm scale. Also, <clears> especially <throat> if you want to play the game within one day in a reasonable time frame. Exactly, yeah. Unless it's like... um. Oh, God, yeah. Like this, What are the games just to do? Like two and a half hours? Three hours? Oh, or yeah. And you were dead yeah. afterwards. Like, oh, God, yeah. yeah. 
You might have three in one day if you're at a tournament. Yeah, you yeah. would. And you'd yeah, they killed those two or three days back to back as well. Mm. Yeah. Well, um, there were always two days tournaments almost because you had to have the five games. Yeah, because it's people. It's very rare place. you'd have like a one day tournament of three games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because you always had to determine who was the best general, of course. Yeah. And you can't do that with three. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There'd be too many outliers and blah, 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 blah. It's like, oh, things, things I don't care about. Um, that did definitely segue away from uh, the new shit to ranking on 8th. But um, well, no, I think it's all kind of relative. We're talking like 8th. Yeah. Like, the new shit is leaning into the old world. We're thinking of what the old world can be and should be. So that all ties together. I mean, like the lessons from 8th are... This should be learned, and they're there. I mean, I, I love it. Eighth, 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 eighth. My edition, like I, I would play it right away. I only play eighth. I will well. this bolts. It'll be interesting to see what they bring in, and like we won't know it. Like we can, I suppose, hope and guess and everything. But like SG Dub, they're just going to do it. We'll sell the models. Let's be perfectly honest. Um, but yeah, I hope they don't get rid of weakling troops. But I hope they find a better way of differentiating. Um, Weakling troops and good troops, just so you don't have to have a thousand weakling troops to differentiate from the hundred of good troops they want you to run. So what's what's the key that you reckon? The point cost is that where you're you're sitting at, or well, the, the point all? cost is this weird intangible thing, right? So you think about point cost. A ten point skeleton is a huge investment if the standard game's two hundred points. So I suppose it's just it's it's not so much the point cost. It's what they want you to invest into an army. And then what they... Because everyone follows the G-Dub trend now. You know what I mean? Like, tournaments play whatever G-Dub says. You should play at a tournament shit. They just follow that. Like, people, the fact that the tournament scene lapped up board change sizes freaks me <laughs> the fuck out. So what? They knocked six inches off one side and 12 off the other because they're the sides of the bits of cardboard they put in the new starter boxes? Actually, yes. Yep. So the fact... Yeah, so like they're... The boards are now, I, I don't know what the measurement is, but call it, you know, three and a half foot by five and a half foot. That's not the correct amount, but just call it three and a half foot by five and a half foot. It wasn't to go, hey, we know you've always got cluttered shit on your board. We've made a little rim for you. It's like, oh, this is this is so we can get the battle going better. Also, it's also totally not because those little bits of fold out paper that we put in those little get started boxes are that size, like a divisible of that size. Um, so the issue is, and as much as people go play, oh, don't play, um, just play a narrative game or just play it amongst your friends. This game relies on a community. And that's one of the great things about it. Or any tabletop game relies on a community. That's a good thing. Also a bad thing. If the community just follows whatever G-Dub pushes and the communities have clearly shown that they're more than willing to do that, um, it'll just depend on what G-Dub set the point size at. And then they can just dictate how many models you need. So like... It comes down to, I suppose, community acceptance of the points that are given and mm-hmm. what GW set the points at. Well, I think, it's, I think it's very clear that we just create the community that we want and then we just gatekeep people from coming in. Don't we? <laughs> if, that, if we want to start another topic, I'm happy. Like, I don't get this, like, oh, gatekeepers are assholes. Not necessarily. Like, I, I, I don't get, like, it's like everything on the internet, isn't it? That's because you are a gatekeeper. What? Like, okay, let's talk about gatekeeping for a second, right? We like to think of the gatekeeper being the creepy nerd, which I am, that's hovering the door, which I do, which and, do, you know, yeah. spits and hisses at people also, again, what I do. But, it, like, if we just move away from hobbies, right? Like, move away from, like, toy soldiers and the fucking nerd culture and shit and the gatekeeping there. Let's say we go into, oh, I don't, like, what's another thing people are into they get really passionate about? Um, Video games... Yeah, Bitcoin. Bitcoin. So, okay, video, like Bitcoin. video games. Nobody gets that Bitcoin. Let's go lose money, man. 
<laughs> yeah, but people are really into it. It's Dogecoin. That's the money. <laughs> oh, it Dogecoin is where it is. Didn't they make a, a Pika coin or something as well, like a Pikachu coin? Oh, amazing. <laughs> Probably. I'm sure there's a Titcoin. I think that's a real thing too. It's like a porn coin. Wow. <laughs> that one's going to go gangbusters. Look what it is up. It? I mean, you know that. Right now. Look it up. I'll tell you. It's a thing. No. <laughs> Set up all our ad blockers and crush the chat. <laughs> God. Um, but yeah, I don't think gatekeeping is necessarily bad. Like, especially the way people try to make it out as being bad nowadays. Like, if you had a well, book club and someone, like, comes into your book club and says, yo, man, we shouldn't read books. We should watch movies. And you go, oh, but it's a book club. Can we read books? Oh, you're just gatekeeping me, bro. Like, is that not ridiculous? <laughs> that sounds like uh, gatekeepers and referees is kind of what you're looking at there. They're two different things. Referees are scum, let's be perfectly honest. But... <laughs> yeah, they're not referees, I don't know. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, I just, yeah, I don't get this this rage against gatekeepers. Like, if someone, I think, earnestly wants to come into the hobby and you're addicted to them, yeah, sure, you're addicted to them. Like, if you're like, oh, you know, little, you can't play this because you, I, I, well, the thing is, I don't know, like, so you go to a tournament, you've painted your army, you've put time and effort in, the TO's brought painted terrain, your opponent rocks up with an unpainted army, you go, I don't want to play that unpainted shit. Oh, but I'm new, but I don't want to play your unpainted shit, put the time and effort in. Are you gatekeeping, or you just like do you have an expectation of someone else putting the same time and effort into their army as you? Well, that's well, kind depends. of a move, though. Isn't it? Well, it depends oh. what the tournament rules were up front. If the tournament rules are no, you don't, don't even have bring to... this in because TOs never fucking enforce painting rules. Not at all. No, no I was going to say if it was like if you're unpainted, you lose ten points a game versus painted, you get full points. Whatever it is, that's different because then the person coming knows. Oh, I'm going to lose points. I'm not going to be as competitive. And they're probably going to be at the lower table type stuff. So maybe they oh, are. You, oh, are you expecting people on lower tables at GW events to uh, actually not be dicks? <laughs> well, I'd, I'd like to believe in the goodness of casual gamers, but you know, I take some it of the it. worst like... games I've played are like the low middling tables when I'm half cut and some guys super serious. Like, bro, you you're nowhere near the table? top. Pardon? Well, see, so can yeah, you have a low table? The common denominator oh, yeah, is you, know, isn't it? <laughs> isn't that a problem, Nick? Like, I mean, you've turned up to a game hard cut and yeah. have to play with a drunken dickhead. Like, no, no, it's I your keep, responsibility keep, then to provide a good together. environment for your opponent. I'm there for my own enjoyment, man. It's like when I have sex. I'm not there for anyone else. Come on. But I'm talking <laughs> about the broader community. Got nothing else, Corey? That's all. That, you had that one little Sally, and that was it. No, um, but like, I don't know. I don't know where I fall on this because I think there are some uber aggressive forms of gatekeeping that are just cuntish. Like, I just think, how do I say? It? I don't know what I'm trying to say. But I just think we we see some. I think sometimes and most mostly, I think sometimes we see the worst of. The- of course, you only ever with everything. I think you see the. The extreme cases. Yeah, and you know what you're talking about. You know, do I? And well, you break out some kind of social contact. Get closer to your mic, man. Sorry. Do I rock up to a a tournament and there's some kind of social contract between all the players going? You know what? We are going to rock it with painted stuff, or we are going to try and learn the rules or something like that. Then yeah, like that. That I think should be encouraged, and that you know type of stuff I think is fine. But I do think there is some like really negative elements of gatekeeping, like, oh, you have a completely different view to what I view, so you can't be part of my community type thing, and I think it's just kind of fucked. 
Yeah, yeah, I can get around that. Like those yes. uh, that thirty k um, modeling group. Like, let's let's be honest. Like, that's that's pretty much what we're thinking about at this point in time because that's our probably our, our most recent experience with super negative shit. To me, that um, would be the only time I've been gate kept. I suppose that I can remember. Yeah, and I mean, if you're the one who's mostly mostly doing the keeping, um, it's probably hard to see it. <laughs> no, he was directly saying it. I, I think the rest of us picked up on that. We can talk about gatekeeping all we want, and we can joke about me gatekeeping. But uh, let's be perfectly honest: how many game systems have you guys followed me to, or I've like coerced you into being and been lovely to you about? Yeah, but how many game systems have you left in ruin? Um, <laughs> I believe that you die naturally. Right? <laughs> Through poisoning and backstabbing. It's a co- it's a coincidence that their their impending doom begins with you joining them. It seems to be a healthy I'm, I'm surprised 30k has lasted for two years with me playing and it's been honest. But I think it's because it's got salty assholes like yourself mm, anyway. Exactly. It's already been able to deal with a couple of initial blows. It's self-sustaining. There is no stopping it. Also, like COVID's keeping it safe from you a little bit. Exactly, yeah, COVID is rescuing it, and it's held <laughs> back. The, it, it generally, it's held back the uh, the G-dub philandra thing, like, you know, touching it up, creepy fingers coming out. Well, it's a good good podcast. Oh, right. Hey, by the way, Tommy, Tommy's there. joined in on the chat. Oh, hey, Tommy. Hey, Tommy. hey I'm just liking. <laughs> Standard Tommy <laughs> behaviour. Do, do you want to tell the people what you've been up to, Tommy, or you just want to lurk? What have I been? I've been playing. I have, I've been doing things that are irrelevant to, um, well, it's hobby, but I've been doing Necromunda stuff. Perfect for this podcast. Oh, nice. Yeah. It was just like a gatekeeping tirade, man. It's fine. What, do you, what have you been doing? Yeah, I've been painting um, my Escher up for Necromunda. I, I kind of I hit the 1K and I thought I'd give you guys a chance to catch up. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Jermaine's already left you and you didn't want to, like, you know, try and keep up with him? No, I think it's not a problem. Um, but um, yeah, no, I just I needed a bit of a, a change of flavor, to be That's honest. Nice. And like, and like the way I'm painting, like with the sixth edition stuff, I'm kind of really trying to focus on not being too precious about getting every stroke right. I didn't do contrast. I kind of wish I had of. Um, and I've just been doing like dry brush and wash, um, especially that white. That white's beautiful. Um, <laughs> good, good, Tommy. <laughs> Nick shuddering in the corner. Oh no, no, man! I'm I'm jacking off to this. Your, your spite makes me younger. <laughs> you I'm painting some salads at the moment. Bit of salad band love. Oh, they're not related to Kathy's? They're not related to our uh, Kathy's? <laughs> he missed that bit. Oh. They're, they're related to they're related to Jermaine's Susie's. Susie's oh, and Sally. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So that's what I'm up to. Anyway. Good. Oh, that's awesome, dude. Sweet. We've just been talking about Gate Kimmy and the Kathy, uh, according to Corey release for uh, uh, Total War 3. I did hear you talking. I caught the gatekeeping conversation. Have you run into any gatekeeping in your uh, your travels, Tommy? It's like the internet um, boogeyman, I feel. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's prevalent. Like, I think it's more of a 
it's like standard community kind of thing. I mean, you've got this community that you're you're part of, and it's kind of like almost like an an ecosystem that you don't want to see damaged. Like you're living in like, um, yeah, in that in that community, and if something else comes in, you kind of like some people will see it as a threat, or like um, especially if they're opposed to change or any kind of change. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, that's kind of where it spawns from. Um, wanting to kind of keep the balance. Do you think it gets bandied around a bit too much nowadays? The term? Yeah. I think the term, um, yeah, I think it's used to describe a multitude of behaviours that don't all fit the category. It's like it needs subcategories or something, I guess. Yeah. I think it's like simping, where simping just is a catch-all term now and people just use it way too much. Well, pretty much, if you if you are saying something that someone disagrees with, and it may be on the side of, well, it could be anything. It could be like if you if someone disagrees with you, you call them a simp. Apparently, nowadays, you're just simping for the thing that I'm against. So, Corey, for instance, you're a simp for contrast. Yeah, we just. I'm mm-hmm. I'm not a, not a going to deny that. Yeah, and there we go. Simple way. It's simple. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. Like, I, what, what do you define gatekeeping as, really? It's like it's pretty much just someone restricting you into the community unless you adhere to the same values of the community. Yeah? Yeah, but we're also saying, like, is there another side of that, I suppose, when, you know, like, I think that the only easy example I can think off the top of my head is you're in a book club and some guy wants to watch movies instead of doing the book club and wants to change the book club to watch movies instead of just starting as a movie club. Yep, and that's like when they're coming in and they're like presenting that threat of change, but like, like signals of change. It is, but the thing is, like, why change something that exists when you could start your own X, Y, or Z? Yeah, I think sometimes people come into like a community and they like they may not initially come in with the intent to change it, but then like something might get brought up, like say it's a book club, for example, and then say. There's a, there's a movie version of the book and they're like, oh, we should all check out this, um, the movie version. It's quite good as well. And so, like, a few people jump on board with that um, and then that start, kind of starts to, uh, I guess, other people start suggesting the same thing and, like, then the group starts to gradually change. But then you don't have a book club anymore. That's right. You don't. You have a why community. would you just? Why <laughs> could you not start a movie club and have a book club as well? Because you're in it with that group, and kind of like a, I guess, a natural like to the person making the change is just kind of a natural change. Like they don't, in their reality, I don't think they see it as like necessarily. Even though it is a book club, I don't think that's how they view it. They view it as this is a social group where we're talking about books, but then it starts to shift. I guess, how they they view the group. I suppose when they look at then who, like, I suppose you always, it's generally the the grognards that are always seen as the gatekeepers and the bad guys, but who is the bad guy in that sort of scenario? Like, if they are the characters at fault? I don't think there is a bad guy. I think it's just perspective, uh, to to use them on the right quote. I think it depends on the behaviour too. I mean, like... Yeah, true. If the the guy, the, the book guy, in your case, you, I suppose... Just starts being a massive cunt <laughs> about everything, and you so know, definitely me. DDoS people, and you know, sending hate mail because of watching movies. That's different. I mean, but I mean, you can still be a purist. I mean, 
you can still be all about your steam locomotion and coal power and stuff there. Be right into that and just ignore evolution if you want to. But uh, just don't be a dick to others, really, is what it comes down to. I've got a little question. Sides, logically. What, what animals evolved from steam power? From which power? <laughs> said what animals evolved from steam power? You said, oh, that's just evolution. I'm like, oh. Like oh, steam okay. power kangaroos or fucking... What do you the have evolution of uh, technology, I suppose, yeah. Well, evolution, I suppose. What do you call that? What's the forward term of evolution? It is, it is still technically evolution, I suppose, but DJ was just giving you a bit of stick with biological evolution. Innovation. That's gatekeeping, man. Right? That's fucking gatekeeping, motherfucker. Gatekeeping yeah, I gatekeep biology with my biology degree. Can't go around using those words for things that aren't strictly evolution. Progress. So that's the word. That's the word I was looking for. Progress. There you go. <laughs> that word I said five minutes ago? Yeah. It's more progressive, too, that word. <laughs> you know, true, true. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> so I feel that there's no winners in gatekeeping and there's no easy argument or uh, fix for either side of the divide. Is From the way I've seen that sort of stuff happen in a few communities is intention is important. So like yeah. if you've got your book club right. and you've got your movie club and the guy or you've got the guy trying to turn it into a movie club and he starts planning his movie events over your book club days, that's a cuntish thing to do. But if he's trying to build on what's already there and work with people in the community to sort of make something better. That's a little yeah. bit different, but where the gatekeeping comes into that is people who are happy with their ecosystem, steal Tommy's word, that um, if they're happy with that ecosystem, there's a big fear behind anyone coming and Shaking trying to up. add anything, especially if they're new. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I can see that side as well. And that's the thing I think, you're right as well, intention. And I think a lot of intention is misconstrued or can be easily misconstrued on the internet and via text. Like you think about when you send a text message, like, okay, without any form of emote after it, <laughs> is it a, you know, mm. have you sent that to your partner? I'm, I'm just going to stay for a few more beers. Okay. Have fun. No emoticons. Well, what oh, does that mean? Right What's there. the intention the on that home. one? You know what I mean? Get home. So, get yeah. home. Definitely yeah. Get home. the fuck home. <laughs> Do not have one more beer. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, I suppose intention is another important thing, I suppose. And intention, I think, is definitely one of the things you lose on the internet, especially when everyone becomes a big, tough motherfucker and starts sprouting shit. I think well, another I think thing, too... Take medication. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> I think another thing you got to consider, too, is, like, the, the hobby community, like, a lot of people are not that skilled at communicating. No, no, you've already got a probably a socially inept subsect to begin with. That's right. So they're already probably having difficulty conveying how they're feeling and interpreting how other people are feeling, and therefore, like, you throw in the communication going over the internet as well. Yeah, with internet dickery. Guys, yeah. just a, a pro tip: Can we not call the people listening to this po- podcast on the spectrum? Just, uh, well, I don't think it'll do well for our ratings. The, the people, people that listen to this, I was assumed he was talking about. Someone used the word spectrum. Who used spectrum? I did. Oh, okay. You probably don't do it yourself, then you dickhead. Center yourself, <laughs> not the rest of us. <laughs> I don't think anyone. You, said you were talking around the topic, <laughs> just saying that everyone's a little bit sensitive and can't take a. Um, no, no, no. You, you, you made the leap to the spectrum, my friend. Yeah, Don't you to pass this off to us saying we were talking around it. <laughs> I know. Please don't call our listeners special. 
even though they no, are because very special, clearly, clearly at least one of our hosts. Are You're the one doing this. Stop it! Stop talking. <laughs> mute him, Matt. Mute him. Kick him. No. Kick him. That would be gatekeeping, guys. I'm not about that. <laughs> My intentions were good. I, I suppose nobody can own an idea. <laughs> Except for Disney or G-Double. Yeah, G-Double tried yeah. pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> Particularly if it's not their idea to begin with. Yeah. They will jealously defend the, the idea they've stolen. They will defend, yeah, jealously defend Dune and all those other great uh, aliens, all those other great IPs. Yeah, Tolkien. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, the second you read uh, Dune and Foundation, you're like, oh, this is 40K. <laughs> Oh, sorry, Tommy. I think you were in a good spot there before Stuart completely fucked it. Sorry, I don't know, man. He started making these false accusations against me, and uh... <laughs> you feel gate kept. Thank you. I really do. Yeah, I feel censored, even though I didn't do anything that required censorship. <laughs> well, if you are, want a red ticket and uh, get to a moderator, just let us know. We'll sit on it. <laughs> I, I don't even know what I was saying anymore. Yeah. It was good though, man. You were calling me out this I tell you what, <laughs> you, you fucking derailed us. We were having like one of the most in-depth, actually serious conversations. We've... It was top oh, notch. Then yeah, you start accusing out, other man. people, and <laughs> you're the one t- t- talking about the spectrum, and you fucked us all up. <laughs> I'm gonna sack tap the shit out of you next time we're in, we see each other in person, Stuart. Two, it's 2030 when uh, this is all over. 2030 no, and your nuts going to be down to your knees. Just right. wearing a mask. As long as these nuts don't have a mask on, it's fine. I think <laughs> by the way, yeah. All right. Well, what we might do, given that Stuart just fucking derailed us, we that might was uh, award winning podcasting. That yeah, was. that was a uh, beautiful spirit. <laughs> um, we might um, have a break and make sure the bot hasn't eaten shit, and then we might come back for the. Third and final segment. Whether there is a third or final segment, you'll find out after this song. Also, we can always wind back and find out. Check. One, one, two. I came into this world as a reject. Look into these eyes. Then you'll see the size of these flames. Dwelling on the past, past. Burning up my brain hot. Everyone that burns has to learn from the pain. About the day my girlie ran away with my pay When fellas come to play Now she's stuck with my homies that she fucked Ooh, And I'm just a sucker with a lump in my throat Like a chump, hey Like a chump, hey Like a chump, hey I did it all for the nookie Come on, the nookie, come on So you can take that cookie And stick it up your yeah Stick it up your yeah Stick it up your yeah Give me something to break Everybody sucks, you don't really know why, but you wanna justify. And if you're stuck up, you just locked up, next in line to get fucked up. Your best bet is to stay away, motherfucker. It's just one of those days, it's all about the he says, she says bullshit. I think you better quit. 
shit, huh? My suggestion is to keep your distance. Cause right now, I'm dangerous. We've all felt like shit and been treated like shit, right ladies and gentlemen? All those motherfuckers, they want to step up. I hope you know, I pack a chainsaw. I'll skin your ass raw. And if my day keeps going this way, I just might break your fucking face tonight. Limp biscuit choo-choo, won't you take me home? So we are on to a third section. Um, thank you, Stuart, you cocksucking motherfucker, for completely derailing uh, Tommy's beautifully eloquent uh, spiel on gatekeeping. We but, have kicked um, him. We have kicked him from the rest of the stream. We gatekept him out of this episode. Yeah. He like got gatekept like it was. Uh, he has a, We are. We're meeting tomorrow to discuss his podcast ban and how long off until he returns again. Exactly. And also. If we're going to allow him to continue doing hobby in our in this space, Ever. no, I'm going to. Like, when I'm saying a gatekeep, it's a full gatekeep. Like it's not just certain things; it's a life gatekeep. I'm life. So, gatekeep. like, he comes up to your house when everyone else is there, and you literally close the gate on him. I'm going to get a, I'm gonna get a close the gate on the house just so I can have like a wrought iron gate because that's how I imagine it. Like a wrought iron gate, I can close on him. It'll say that, like that, you know, that squeaks. No, it'll say like no, no posties, no spam, no Stuart. No, 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 Stuart, and I'll have someone called Stuart as like a yeah. house. Like, yeah. There's room for one. Yeah, there's one Stuart, no Stuart. <laughs> anyway, so aside from that, um, what I sort of floated past the boys earlier and thought we'd maybe just quickly touch on now um, with our challenges and to give everyone sort of a week or at least a couple of weeks to get their shit together for it. Next challenge, so uh, we are obviously finishing our challenge in a week's time on the following Wednesday following this. Um, Terrain challenge. I feel terrain, and this is probably like goes across most wargaming shit. Terrain is definitely the the you know the bitch that gets left behind. It's the poor man's hobby. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. very rarely do you see people starting multiple terrain projects. Like, you've got some people that are mad for terrain and bless them. Um, you know they smash out all sorts of amazing terrain, but very like you know there'll be what one in fifty. You'd get a mad terrain person for every mad hobby person. Yeah. Um. So I figured like especially going into um you know sixth edition. You know, bit of fantasy terrain. Probably fantasy terrain is probably a bit easier to ad hoc from bits and pieces. Um, so I reckon the next challenge we do is um, terrain challenge. And um, I was thinking that maybe, and like we'll, we'll have a chat through this. Um, you know, that's the point of the podcast. But I was thinking you either do one big ten centimeter by ten centimeter piece, or maybe three five by five centimeter pieces. So what are people's thoughts on a bit of terrain as a hobby challenge, just to, you know, broaden our horizons? And that way, when we do have an event day, there won't be two nice-looking tables and, like, six with these scatterings of, you know, sticks and turf on them. To be fair, we'll all be drunk so quickly, we won't be able to tell the difference. Oh, no, no, but we're not initially drunk <laughs> at the start, except me. Um, oh, okay, fair so yeah, enough. Yeah, factor in the, the, the first initial walk into an event, like one of our drinking days, let's be honest. So what are people's thoughts? Maybe, uh, Corey, do you want to do the name call-out? Oh, well, it's me again first. Um, <laughs> so I'm actually reasonably well prepared to do this because I bought a I bought a terrain kit um, with a couple of houses and stuff like that. When Mordheim was, it, was that earlier this year. No, no, Mordheim was a year ago. Was it really? Yep. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't this oh, year. Oh yeah, because I was paint I was painting them in last lockdown. At, uh, last, sorry, last remote learning. Oh, you went the ogre war then, did you? I did. It was fucking sick. It was awesome. Actually, um, next episode, we might touch on more, more time as well because it's a great game, but still continue. I digress. So, yeah, so I'm in, I'm in a really good space because I've got a whole heap of buildings. I paint them. 
au fait with this um, as a challenge. I think it's also good. Like, you know, like we spoke about, like the the hobby, this hobby particularly is such an immersive experience. Kind of, it's jarring when you rock up to a table and sit. Um, and I've been, you know, guilty of playing on things or, or providing things that are a bit shit um, because that's where my life is. Um, but you know what? You go to really you know, when you go to a tournament and you get to. Has he moved yeah, yeah, to the microphone? When you are playing at tournaments and whatnot, um, and you get to play on the really nice tables and stuff like that, and it just so adds so much. There's just so much to it when it's a terrain and it's not a green mat with. Uh, snow mountains and then some lava bases and shit as well. So, and we, I suppose I just want to reiterate as well we're not shitting on TOs for having to rely on that sort of terrain. If you've got to oh, do like no. 30 or 40 tables of terrain, no, I'm that shitting is a hard fucking slot. That's impossible. So yeah, to clarify. No, I'm shitting on them. Do better. Okay. Do something that I'll never put time and effort into doing. Exactly. Well, isn't this challenge going to make you put time and effort into it? Oh, yeah, I mean, like I'm probably going to pay someone, like some little. Person off the street Oof. who needs a job because they. Oh, wasn't. you were so good at saying something else. There. <laughs> I wasn't. I wouldn't be like one of our other co-hosts that just starts fucking ragging on people. Um, well, would you say, Corey, that you want to see a spectrum of terrain? <laughs> <laughs> wow! Well done. <laughs> oh, oh man! I, I would like to see a, a wide, a wide range of uh, terrain. Um, but you know, equally well done. So I'm all G for this. I'm in. Let's do it. Beautiful. Next on the list. Uh, it's Matt. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. I've uh, got absolutely nothing at the moment except for I've got one of those really nice old G Dub like grass mats that yep. I probably should stick to some boards. No, so that's don't. something. Oh, is it the like the felt backed one or yeah? The, um, no, nah, don't it's... stick to the boards, dude. That's better. It's just a whip out and dump it onto a table. It's like a, it's like a cardboard sort of thing. It's not like a Nice mouse pad thing, and it's a bit. Oh, so it's shitty. not like my one with like the material backing. No, no, it's like cardboard. It's it's odd. Like, oh, yes. um, yeah, stick that bitch down. Like brown paper bag sort of feeling. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it's the yeah, they're they're the meant to be stuck down ones. Yeah, okay, no worries. Yeah, stick that bitch down. That's it. So I can start with that, but I, I need to actually buy some stuff to uh start putting a table together. So I'll look into some some stuff about what I actually want to do, what theme, that sort of thing. Yeah, and like as Empire, you can do so much cool shit. You can have like a little barricaded like um tower and shit like that. Like, yeah, that'd be cool. A little bit of a village, I think, in one corner would be nice. That would be cool. And like, what I'd like, I'm just thinking, like, just bouncing. If you wanted to do a village, I'd reckon I'd make that you could um make so you can fit like a hundred mil gap in the cool. village, so you can get like even twenty five oh, yeah. mil ranked units through there. Yeah, that's a good call. You know, so it's still, like imagine how cool that would be, like having a uh, like a spearman phalanx, like holding between two buildings while they're getting assaulted by all sorts of shit. That'd look cool as well. So yeah, it's usable and cool. That's it. Um, yeah. So if you guys have any ideas of where to start, if you've got, um, like a... there's a few suppliers. Um, you could probably look at um good old Battlefield accessories. Shout mm-hmm. out to my man Michael, um, down at Battlefield Accessories, who just um CNC'd a heap of uh, movement trays up for us. Um, he's got a bunch awesome. of good stuff, and that probably gets you relatively quickly and be a good little base. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I can yeah. see yeah, some of the things yeah. that you, you've used in the past. Yeah, yep, so plenty of room for updo from his sort of stuff. Yeah, perfect. Easy peasy. Who's next on the list? Uh, it would be Chris. 
All right, so um, yeah, I've got a bit of a soft, bit of a soft spot for some terrain, so I'd be all in for this. Beautiful. What do um, you reckon? What could you foresee yourself doing? I'm gonna put because I'm I literally work around the corner from um from Battlefield Hobbies in 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 Brooklyn. Um, so they've oh, got all the like a, yeah, they've got a whole sort of range of you know diorama, um, wow. sort of pieces, which is which is great. So, um, and also you know, like down the road from me, like where I live is um Andrew's Hobbies, which is similar. Like they do a lot of train sets. Oh, nice, oh, perfect. Um, yeah. yeah, so they've got you know I haven't. I've I've ventured in there, so I didn't have a big look around because I, I I went in there for some um the, the SMS paints because they actually range the SMS paints. Yeah, so I think they, I think I think the actual guy operates out of Ballarat, I think from memory. Okay. Um, so yeah, so they I've got you know good access to some good range of supply, so um I'd probably go the the ten by ten piece to yep. be honest. What do you think? Like, do you have any ideas in the top of your head, or just we've, we've just um, probably no, nah, probably look like um maybe like a burnt out building, I'd say. Yeah, yeah just I um, safe. yeah, I think you know it's 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 a very very fantasy themed sort of um sort of piece. So I'm yeah. I'm seeing Chris um like some floating rocks with interconnected castles <laughs> and some very clean, and... clean, totally not Chinese infantry. Look down the track. I might, I might look at something like that. But um, yeah, at this stage, you literally just sprung it on us. So um, <laughs> yeah. So I'll, uh, I'll put my hand down for a uh, for a ten by ten burnt out, burnt out um, where barn or something actually. Beautiful. I look forward to yeah. seeing it. Yeah, I look forward to the video that. of you showing us how you do this, where you actually build it and then you just set it on. <laughs> through and then that's that's the terrain. I've, I've made this beautiful like a uh, 156 scale model barn out of like cut balsa wood and shit to make the panels. <laughs> I'll, I'll just I'll just throw a whole bunch of you know like popsicle sticks together and then I'll just put a firecracker in the center Bang. and just just watch it happen. So <laughs> last night's chicken dinner to represent the horses trapped in the stables. Hey man, can you just watch what you say, DJ? Because you might offend some of our listeners who are chicken farmers. <laughs> <It was not laughs> okay. Uh, uh, like and the vegetarians, possible vegetarians. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, it was already eaten. I was I was making use of the full carcass, you know. <laughs> no wastage. Exactly. Hashtag no wastage. <laughs> All right, I like it. So yeah, so this. Yeah. Beautiful. I'll be. Yeah, yeah boy. I'll be quite keen for it, so let's do it. All right. Uh, next is a man who in all our challenges so far hasn't painted a single thing, so DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Corey is dead right. Um, well, I, I'm not going to debate him, am I? Like, he's dead right. Um, yeah, no, I love the idea that terrain's literally half the game um, and people so often sort of uh, neglected, if you will. Um, often that's an issue with, with space as well. Um, speaking of that, all of, it would have been great to know this, like even maybe say an hour ago, because all my terrain stuff just got packed up in the boxes. And if you know my wife and how much she's doing to get us ready to move, I'm not going to cross her and unpack, unpack boxes. So if we've already moved, um, I will do the smaller, um, you know, a couple of bits of scatter terrain just to make it um, possibly achievable. But if we haven't finished moving. I'm going to just work on another 
would often be a pain in the ass, but I will then do a terrain makeup session once you guys are all doing hobby ones again. Hey, Matt, just start marking now for another sixer. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> Look, it's probably all right. easier. Yeah. <laughs> all right, easy. Beautiful. Uh, T-Bone. Yeah, uh, terrain sounds pretty good. My uh, my concern, or as before, just now was uh, what to do for the base, give a 10 by 10, because supplies are not easy to get by with a 5 by 5 kilometer type thing. So mm-hmm. I, I've come up with a solution, but uh, could you guys maybe provide some other solutions that, what, what would you use for a base for that if you didn't have access to movement trays or? Um, could you just go get some 3 mil MDF from Bunnings? Yeah, uh, but no, Bunnings is more than 5 kilometers away, mate. You can all you can, and um, you can only go to Bunnings if you already have COVID. That's the best way to spread it. So <laughs> unless you're uh, have COVID, you can't go to Bunnings. You can get like MDF placemats, which are roughly the right sort of size. Um, I've also seen people use CDs. Oh yeah, that's a good one. What do you get CDs? I'm sure, I'm sure you've got some. Like, I have to go um, to Amazon.com. I'm sure you've got a stack that you bought in 2006 that you thought oh, I'll go get you through all these. Got got the like, only half of it's got Naruto on it. Oh, you're a fa- you're a family man, so I'm assuming you just have a shitload of photos of your family, <laughs> things that you don't really want. So the um the, the wood backing that the oh, little standing is on, rip that shit out, man. That's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. So like not that. only are we bringing you terrain challenge, but terrain ghetto COVID lockdown challenge. Yeah, there you go. We're well, <laughs> your house. Well, you don't need photos of your family. You see them all fucking time. So rip that shit They're out. They're every day. <laughs> You want to see outside a bit more. Bring the outside inside by building it. Right. On, a, on a minor tangent, you know what I really fucking hate is people that send you Christmas cards, uh, pictures of their family. Like, what the fuck is that? It's like, <laughs> this is what we look like now. Here we I'm are. Sure. later. That's and like an American Canadian thing, think, isn't it? Like, I think Dennis uh, sums nah. it up in Always Sunny. Like, what is it? He's like, um, pictures are like dreams. Unless I'm in it or someone's having sex in it, I'm not interested. <laughs> 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 but uh, on a serious note, as I was trying to work this out, I did find one of these old buildings I had laying around. So I've got one of those, I forgot the company called, you guys might know it, but you know, like they used to like, uh, it's a building where they sculpted like all the bricks. In the tabletop, 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 um, is it laser cut or is it plastic or what? what are uh, it's resin. resin. Yeah, they're resin. really nice ones. Like they're like tabletop yeah. something, I think. And yeah, like I bought the... them off of uh, House of War. So I've got a couple yep. of pieces laying around. Oh, and I've been, I've been meaning to paint them, so that's this fucking works so fantastic. And the one house ended up being ten by ten, so fucking done deal. There you go, back away slowly. But they're amazing. Like they, they sculpted individual green stuff bricks and then made oh, yeah, that. The, the, the models like, are absolutely phenomenal. They're, they're incredible. Of it? I can't remember. I can't remember what they're called. If if we can remember what I actually put the tabletop something. I think you're onto something. Tabletop empires or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Um, let me just do a quick googling on the phone. Some good podcasting I've got, here. Uh, I've got a house. And I also bought a a well. I think the well looked kind of cool with a bit of uh, like a ten by ten little um, background oh, underneath. You, it. Yeah, you can almost have a little diorama around it, or like you know, like a dead scene, or yeah, yeah. Well, what I actually have is like a blacksmith, and like the the blacksmith shop kind of attaches to it. So I could just, I could just paint the house and then do the blacksmith part afterwards. It'd be kind of cool. But I also got poking around, so I'm kind of torn, but. The, the idea yeah. for sharing out the, the family pictures actually has me tempted because <laughs> the family is a Tabletop world. Tabletop world, there you go. Yeah. Very yeah, uninspiring. Amazing. 
Yeah, very uninspiring. I think like they're like Czech or something, but yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, buy the stuff. Go, go look it up. It's worth. It's more expensive, but I think they actually individually sculpt all the bricks, and yeah. that's why everything looks really weird and dynamic and like actually like it's built. Like it looks built, not not drawn and three D printed. It looks like somebody modeled it. Dying art, really, in like and don't get me wrong, three D printing is amazing. CNC, CNC, like um. Your, your MDF terrain and like uh, what is it the full ground shit with all the different colors and amazing stuff but I think we are seeing a loss of that really awesome old sort of um, old style and sculpting. sculpting yeah yeah I'm looking at the um the tabletop stuff now yeah the cottage is awesome cottage number two yeah look at the blacksmith uh, cottage whatever it is yeah you're gonna do the blacksmith and burnt down the cottage and flamethrower one half of it Coaching in is amazing. Oh, for the price like, that I paid, I'm not fuck. fucking touching that. No, fuck that. <laughs> it was Plus, the resident will send you high, but hey, you know. <laughs> small price to pay for artistic tech integrity. Oh, the, stone, the stone bridge is phenomenal. Dear God. Oh, God, I wanted that so bad. They had that sitting there at uh, House of War as well. Oh, it was like hundreds tower. of dollars. The guard tower, dear God. Yeah. Oh. If you can oh, find an black... STL, that, that'd be Oh, right, dude, but... the blacksmith is amazing. I know. I know. How good is it, eh? It's fantastic. Oh shit! The watermill. God, oh, I gotta stop looking at this shit. Oh, the fisherman's house. If you're doing oh. an order, uh, just let me know, Nick. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like a good shipping. I would ship in for another one. Site. I really quite enjoy the buildings. It's incredible. I think we could do a group order. Like, it'll be a couple of months. And the detail too. I I bought a bunch of like little uh, market crates. So there's all these crates full of, like fish and fruits and vegetables, oh, God, scattered yeah. terrain. It's oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, this is some awesome shit. And I will just I will we'll just pop a note out here because obviously. One issue with terrain is it can sometimes have a hard time transitioning um, to different uh, game systems, obviously. But I, I do find that um, your medieval terrain and your fantasy terrain, it can sort of, it, it's got a broader scope of games it can be played with. Mm -hmm. You can get away with it, you know what I mean? Like a couple of old, old buildings and roads and trees, you can get away with in bolt action, get away with in fantasy. And you can even get away with it in like 30 and 40k because like you're just on an old... old a feudal world. world. A feudal world, exactly. Yeah, any kind of ruin, yeah, 100%. Yeah, exactly. You can sort of move your way forward. So I can see why terrain probably gets a bit of a, oh, god damn, I am looking... I just want to buy the grain supplies. Dear God. I know, I bought some. Those are good. They're so good. The groceries. Oh my God, this is amazing. I bought some. They're great. <laughs> There's even rubble. You can buy rubble. Such delightful looking Oh, rubble. here it is. I found it. Yeah, fuck. I got a whole market section. Oh, I got a barrel full of sausages. And then I'm gonna just with my dick. Is that a, is that a euphemism? <laughs> I was about to say. Wait a minute. Let's see. Barrel full of sausages. This is great. Are you, are you on Pornhub again? I've got corn on the cob. Oh man, that's getting weird. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, stop. Got some corn holes. Yeah. No. No. This is stop. Market stop firing. Stop. <laughs> stop telling us your search history. Well, I've got some pink lettuce. Oh, no, that's no iceberg. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah. Okay, beautiful. You've got your thing. That's great. And I'm definitely going to jump on there and look into pricing some delivery. And what are the Australian dollars looking like compared to the euro? Yeah. It's, uh, it's, not, it's, it's not great. It's not great? What are we, 1.5? 1.61, mate. Oh. Yeah. That 100, 100, uh, 100 euro thing <laughs> definitely stings the butt off. <laughs> yeah. All right. Who's next on the list, Corey? It's you, mate. All right, um, me. Um, I was thinking, now I know this sounds super shit, but I've realized one thing, especially in our collective terrain thing we're missing, roads. And I think roads really um, make, like, can make and break scenes. Like, we have all these little buildings and shit, but we never have any roads. So I'm going to try to do, I'll try to do some sections of roads. It'll probably be, I'll try to make a, an equivalent square 
footage of roads at the very least. I can look. I might have a um silicon mold. Oh, okay. do it. I'll have to look for it though. Yeah, that could help. Um, but yeah, I think I might look into that and see what it's um see if I can make some little roads that we can rattle around on just to sort of really build little vignettes and stuff as we play on them. Sounds that I will do a. Would it be maybe a little an, an earthen stockade? Uh, and then last is Tommy, if he's still just lurking. Yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> if he wants to join in uh, on terrain. Uh, uh, I don't think it's a bad hobby challenge, but I did puke in my mouth a little bit when I got brought up. Are you an like, anti-terrain uh, sort of person? I, I just don't enjoy it, man. I really don't enjoy it. Like, I, I mean, I painted up, when Warcry came up, I painted up that terrain and that just about, me man like i'm so glad i did it like and i love having painted terrain but i just do not enjoy it i think that, but, that is the crux of the issue and that's why you don't see much painted terrain i, I agree i agree um i'm lucky i'm friends with hayden who um whenever i go play at his house he's like printing and painting terrain and he probably prefers doing that to minis that's fair yeah, so yeah, I can't get my head around that. Like I'm like grouse, works works great for me, but like I, I don't get it. Um, it. But yeah, I guess different horses for different horses. But yeah, I don't I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll do something, but I have no idea what. I'll go All to right. Kmart, like a, a dollhouse, and spray it. I like <laughs> it. Kmart the open mill. Like there's no what um house isn't <laughs> like aquarium. Um, yep. stuff cool. is always like really handy. Like even like for you, Tommy, like you can go get one of the shipwrecks. I know it won't scale well, but no, I I think some of the terrain we've got here is actually from um. So the, you you guys know the uh the stone like archways. Yeah, that we've got. Yeah, they were from um like pet stock or something. Just went to yeah. the aquarium area. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, yeah, aquarium shit works pretty well. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Some food for thought. Yeah, I guess like like Byron, the issue at the moment is like if you don't have stuff on hand, um, and like I, I mean I can build stuff from scratch. I've got like popsicle sticks and matchsticks and all that kind of rubbish here. But um, yeah, if you don't build from scratch, you're kind of screwed at the moment with lockdown. Yeah, yeah you can't really pop into Kmart unfortunately because yeah, it's 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 pickup only, so it's you'd have to order. Something yeah, online and walk over there, I guess. And yeah, and you need to know what you're looking for to order. Like Kmart's well. great for just sort of like looking around, like, oh, this this will work perfect. Mm-hmm. Or if I snap this off, this will do. But shopping online, yeah. it's hard for that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, you don't know how big it is, what it looks like. Yeah, I definitely get you. I also forget that people don't just have a garage full of terrain shit flapping around at their house. <laughs> just posting something you want painted, but can't be bothered. Uh, am I posting um, it? No, him. <laughs> no, don't post me. I'll be gone by the time it gets here. <laughs> we'll be in a different. We'll be like a couple hundred kilometers away. All right. Is that? Uh, have we trundled through everyone? Uh-huh. That means everyone. Beautiful. Uh, is there anything anyone else would like to touch on this episode? What do we do? I was going to say a nice short one, but it was a solid length. Solid length. Unlike my life. Just quickly. Um. Back to Kathy. It's really great to see that <laughs> my men in pajamas are going to be able to fight men in bathrobes. 
There we go. Hey, there you go. Nice. In-house fighting. I'm excited for that. We, I think what, because I feel like we're all hobbying while we do this, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. I think like we finish this off with, what did you achieve tonight, guys? What did you achieve while you were talking absolute bullshit? Do you want to run through the trot again, Corey? I'm going to reverse order. Tommy. I did the most glorious edge high, yellow edge highlighting on Salamanders. So that was... We'll have to get some pictures oh. so we can upload it to the uh, grow- growing socials that we have. Yeah. Okay. Watch but I get the world. notifications for at 4 a.m. when DJ posts them and then tags me in. <laughs> You're welcome. Why do you have your phone on noisy at 4 a.m.? Like my phone is just on silent. Twenty. Oh, no, I just don't sleep. I just don't sleep. So I'm just sitting there looking at my phone, and it's just like ding, 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 ding. I'm like, you should be. You should be happy that you got someone to interact with then. I could spend that time painting, but I don't. Well, if you're lying in bed, it's probably awkward to paint. I've done yeah. it before. I'm not oh, going to lie. Wow. I've like built models in bed before, but I haven't painted in bed before. Yeah. Nick, you're next. Um, I did fill in all the gaps on my scout or my husband. Um, so that was a few little bits and pieces there as the arms didn't quite match up and stuff. And I also painted the interior fold on the vast von Karstein vampire's cloak. Fancy. That's yeah. Byron. Well, like a chump, I spent the entire time painting three layers of skin on all the gores. So I actually got quite a bit done on the gores, but... Realistically, I could have just done one layer of contrast. That's true. Dark, dark O Flesh, mate. It was made for Beastman. We all learned, you know, these lessons in life at different paces. That's all right. Corey's just ahead of the curve. I'm ahead of the curve, but three years behind the rest of the community. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am happy how they're turning out, so I got quite a bit done. And the fact that the Beastmen are mostly skin should help the challenge quite a bit. So good progress. Yeah, good stuff, man. Nice well uh, DJ. I've just been making my stupidly um, circle bases into square bases and cleaned up and glued together a few Glade Guard bodies for conversions. No, not Glade Guard, sorry, Eternal Guard. How many guards are there? There's Glade Guards. Oh, there's all. There's a Glade Guard, Eternal Guard. Like old school, then there's just like the Way Watchers and um, the Glade Riders and that sort of stuff like that. In 8th edition, they had whatever the. Um, they had the the alternate to the Eternal Guard. I'm trying to trying to see where the fucking box is. Um, it's some new new unit that I have no truck with because I didn't play them in eighth. Um, and then there's the new sisters riding on what are they? Deer? Yeah, the um, reindeer ones. Uh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, can you use those for anything? Because those are cool. No, ones, no, right? those, those are eighth edition only. But I'm going to convert them. So yeah, yeah, you convert them to something. But yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn them into glade riders. So the glade riders will be a mix of different beasts and male and female riders. Ah, oh, sick! Nice. I mean, very progressive. So that's really well, nice. yeah, you know, that's what we're all about here. <laughs> we're not excluding people. For no, well, I'm excluding humans from my forests, but I'm not excluding uh, genders of elves. Or how many uh, female dwarves do you have there, Corey? Not enough. Uh, That'll be my. <laughs> None yet, but I feel like I'm going to get some if I fail the challenge, so I've got to keep painting. Get some beautiful ladies going on there, man. Maybe you should be failing so you can, you know, get get some. Surely there's some good sculpts out there. So, Corey, if you pass your challenge, you hate women, is pretty much what I'm getting. That's what I'm hearing. That sounds like gatekeeping. Looks right up. I thought female dwarfs just look like male dwarfs anyway. 
That's according to Gimli. Mm, true. Well, that that's a different no, IP though. You know, across the IP streams. No, I actually think in Troll Slayer, um, Godric talks about female dwarves, but I can't yeah, remember. Yeah. yeah, it's when they're in um just before he gets to the troll, um, when they're in the the thing with the thing and the other thing. That's yeah. Right. Wasn't yeah, there no, a female dwarf model at one stage, like a von Hilda type? Stuff? Like it was the not necessarily the queen, but like a royal type order. Am I making that shit up? Uh, that sounds familiar, but also sounds like World of Warcraft. I can't. Yeah, that's plus they could have. Plus, there may have been dwarf cheerleaders for Blood Bowl back in the day. There definitely was that, though. Yeah, there was uh, Blood Bowl for sure. I'm gonna see if I can find this. Anyway, uh, Chris, continuing. So tonight, I uh, ended up getting down the silvers and the browns for the the horses. No, um, no. Yes. Right. And tomorrow, I'll probably, I'll do. I'll probably I'll be putting the brass down and then I'll finish off the, the fur on the on the like on the cloak. And then it's wash time, so making some good um some good stead on these guys. Nice. You get down to the brass tacks there. Nice. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, piece of shit. Right, I found a female dwarf miniature. I think it's legit, but I'm not sure. I'll send it to the group. You guys so, can judge. Too legit to quit? Well, Matt- I don't know. Griggling? Oh, that cut out, sorry, man. Um, I use this lovely paint tonight on my handgunners. Uh, contrast uh, snake bite leather, and got all the leather straps and pouches done on those handgunners. Nice, nice, lovely work, lovely work. Love it. How many? Ah, uh, ten at the moment. Yeah, nice. Yeah. And that would leave you, Corey. Uh, that would leave me. Um, so I have. I've finished um, filling the gaps on my 15 slayers. Um, so it was mostly just arm joints where some things didn't quite go well. Um, so just a little bit of green stuffing there. Um, and I decided to build an extra slayer based off, um, if, if you've seen Rain of Fire, um, the scene where Matthew McConaughey runs with double axes, leaps off a building into a dragon only just to go straight into the dragon's mouth and get eaten. So yeah, so iconic as shit. So I've built a slayer doing the same sort of pose, leaping off a, a troll. I think it's a, it can't be a giant head because it's too small. A troll's head, I assume. Um, but leaping off that double axe's rays, ready to meet his fate. So he'll probably just be in the unit somewhere, just to give it a bit of height and a bit of character. No, I think. Did you move away from your mic? What did you hear up to? Um, whatever you started painting. <laughs> the guy with the most expensive professional mic is. So I didn't, yeah, could be fuck setting it up tonight. I didn't do that. Uh, checks out. Do you not just leave it set up, or is it too fancy to leave out? No, because like I've just got shit all over the place from when I like for work and shit like that on this table. Um, yeah, so, it does take up a little bit of room, but so I just ditch most of the stuff. So I only really set it up for you guys. Oh, that's nice. Oh, yeah, I, put, I put the female dwarf in the chat. I've found a, another pic that looks more that's cool. legit. I'm fine without it. I don't. No, I don't no, no. You can have it. It's all right. We'll find hey, it for you. Thanks, friend. All right. I think that's us done then for another evening. Yes. Would that Seems be correct? Okay. All right. Corey? Are we done, Corey? Is the MC um, tonight? 
unless there's any unless there's any other groups that we want to offend, um, I think we're pretty sweet. On most of them, I think. No, I think Stuart left. Are you lining up a sound? Uh, I'm afraid if I use a command because it uses an exclamation mark like this other bot, it'll ruin everything. So. Oh, uh, that's fine. I Let's will just, just mix it in. It. I will mix it in and post, or I just Beautiful. won't even at all. Uh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>